There was a lot more than we thought in this episode. <laughs> this was their Academy Award winning episode. Yeah, if y'all didn't know, look, Academy Award nominated episode Memoria, episode 19, season 3, Smallville. Wow. Like, you don't really know. I hope you watched it before listening to this because this one hits, man. It hits. This is what Smallville is about. Yeah, this is really what makes it the greatest show of all time. They said, okay, guys, we have to be able to make up Garrett. (laughs) So this is what we're going to give you instead. An Academy Award winning episode. I don't even know if it won awards, but it should have. And maybe that's where Smallville was nominated for something at some point. Because, damn, the Luthers brought it today. They did. Every scene that Clark's in, though, I'm out. He was about average, if not worse, (laughs) this week. He tried to bring down the episode. He tried to make it about him, where I'm not going (laughs) to lie, even where they show us a scene that everyone most likely is excited about, I don't care. Give me back to the Luther drama. Give me more flashbacks with them. I don't care about Clark's flashbacks. Yeah, it's Lutherville. Okay? Thank you. It's Lutherville. God. We all know. I thought that's point. what this show was. <laughs> yeah, it's like, come on, dude. Why do we want to see Clark be more dumb? Take a back seat already. Don't always have to be the yeah. driver. Clark, know your place. Okay. Yeah. You're Marshall. Okay, we get it. But it's like, what you got going on is very stupid most of the time. <laughs> so. And you actually cause a lot of it. So where do we feel bad? You mean all of it? And he pretty much gives himself up. Oh, I'm sorry, spoiler. He sets himself up for a trap. Literally, his <laughs> existence is why he has all his problems. If he was never born. What if? Here, here, here's, <laughs> what a crazy, if? <laughs> here's a crazy idea. What if he just hung out in the barn this week? And just did his chores like he was supposed to. And decided, because John was out of town, no one could tell me what to do right now. I'm just going to skip my chores. That's what it seemed like this was. Yeah. He was supposed to be the man of the house. I think he failed. Yeah, he said, whoa, Lex is rocking a fake baby again. Hold on, Lana. Let me put up my pitchfork. Yeah, he, he's really suckered in all the time. But that happens. We've seen that before, where Clark he'll just be, wants to butt he'll in. Be, just he'll because. be so focused on something too. He's ready <laughs> to help out, be cool. As soon as he hears, "Yo, something happened at the gorge." No way, I'm there. Remember that day he worked for the Talon? I think less than like 24 hours. He's like, "No, Lana, give me another chance." Okay, you got it, Clark. But don't fuck up. Yo, Clark, Chloe's in danger. No way take my apron off he was there for two hours <laughs> he didn't even get his first break he, he didn't even looked. tell lana he said i'm out of here i do want to also bring up another part of clark's issues is you know last episode how if he just would have done his job and not got distracted he probably would have saved the family's home from having to be I investigated by Chloe the nine years at the torch where if she's on the case, you're screwed. That was all Clark's fault, too. Yeah. So Clark avoiding doing things such as chores, such as his homework, (laughs) such as, you know, a reporter's job that he says that he so wants. He decides to do other things that cause problems. That's right. 
Because in the Ken household, we know how to do that. <laughs> We're here for those problems. You know, it's crazy because we, uh, I mean, this episode in general, I felt like had a lot of callbacks. We got a lot of things being referenced. Like, you remember how Lex even mentions that Clark was found uh, sleepwalking on that road? And then Lex even tells him, don't be able to question me about, yeah, so... I'm like, there was a lot of moments like that, though. And that's why with this episode, I feel like there was so much filler that we just got for this entire season. Uh-huh. Where now we're getting back We're to, packing it all yeah, in now. Because remember what you even said, I think, an episode or two episodes ago about what happened to Lex wanting his memories back. Yeah. And now we're getting those things answered, but it's been like eight episodes it's later. Delete. And we're, we're on episode 19. Delete, I think, was 13. Okay, so it's 13 or 14. So yeah. it's been about five or six. There's been a lot of in between of just, you know, nothing. Just yeah. needing a lot of extra because I'm not sure anything that's happened in between stays with Smallville, including does Lionel Luther have a, is he going to die? I thought he was. I thought terminal. he was sick, right? Like, yeah, what happened to the I think you even men- I think you even mentioned that at one point recently, and I was like, no, no, it just happened. I mean, he's sick, whatever. But now it's like we're going two, three weeks now, <laughs> further terminal. You know, so you're gonna die. He wanted to kill himself when they said you're gonna die in ten years. I oh, just wait, can't wait. Handle it. Clark's in the cave. I'm alive for the next two months. Fine and dandy. Fully healthy, by the way. I think he's skipping in this episode. Yeah, his scar is healing nicely well, from he, John's punch. That's the other thing. He got into a fight with John, <laughs> able to whoop John's ass. Once again, John's not in this episode because of the embarrassment that he suffered from Lionel's hands. And Lionel, once again, makes a move on his wife. And I'm not going to lie to you, at this point, Martha's going to give in. Mm. She is hinting at something with Lionel. There is some dirty in and between that, the line conversation. I'm glad you mentioned that too because that goes back to what that i was goes, saying yes. flat like we're getting we're getting lots of acknowledgement from past episodes and relationships or just events that happen um lots of callbacks and oh you're gonna like this too because chloe's not in this episode i don't know why i would like that no but you'll like this why would i like you'll that? like this even more dude watch huh, this i don't think I'm. Gonna she like was that. in a deleted scene for this episode her only scene and we'll talk about that later, though. But I, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't even be bothered that she was deleted from it, even though it just hurts me on the inside. But since last episode was entirely dedicated to her, and mm-hmm. they tried to make her out into a villain, and I was able to provide the ultimate defense, <laughs> this episode, I feel like, gives us a break from a lot of the high school drama, where now we're able to focus on the true storyline between the Luthers, and also Lex's trauma is finally explained. Yeah. We also have that explanation where Finally. it comes full circle mm-hmm. where now we understand why he rocks blankets to sleep at night and why he is the way Even he is. Even the song, everything, man. The song he's singing. I think it also tells me another thing. Lionel is easily worst parent of the year. I Good think he, God. I think he's going to be worst parent of the entire show. The decade? I, I, there's like, no, I don't know if we no can come way. back after this. There's no way. I can't even think of a, a worse person later on. John is horrible. Let's uh, let's make this very yeah, clear. Yeah, we don't, we don't need to talk about that. But That's settled. Lionel. <laughs> yeah, this has to be. There's no way. And, I mean, he, he I think he does even worse things later. Wait, wait. No, no, no. You can't do worse things than what we find out in the flashbacks. The flashback show, I don't think you can get Dude, any worse. Dude, that's young Lionel, man. 
Do you not know old Lionel? Because it also makes me hate Lionel, where, and I've even brought this up in other episodes, I don't understand where the Two-Face comes in, where he's so evil to a person that he says he loves, and he's like, what? I care about you? And then just, like, beats them mentally. Yeah. And then he's like, what? Do you not think I care? Yeah, dude. Yeah, like I said, young Lionel doing shit like this, and he's still doing that now, but remember when he did that, uh, dang, what was that little girl's name? And Emily? Accelerate. Emily, there you go. Yeah, I'll always remember Emily's episode, because that ending... The oh. ending, it's like credits already rolling, and we just hear the audio of them giggling and talking to each Drinking other. Drinking tea. Yeah. It's like, oh, drink that? Oh, yeah, uh-huh. so good. She, he probably poisoned her right there. Yeah, he also watched the guy that said, that's my daughter, watch her die. Pete. While- Pete Dinsmore. <laughs> I'm glad we remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a guy forever on our list, right? <laughs> Top 10. Damn. <laughs> Adam. Dude, and we, uh, you know, what we just found out is that Miles Miller, one of the executive producers of, of the show, of course, directed this episode. This was his directorial debut, yep. where uh, obviously maybe that's why there were so many deleted scenes. And he's even mentioned in an interview inside of the Smallville Companion now <laughs> that he was very excited to finally do a series episode and that he picked this in order for him to direct. So this was his choice, and maybe that also explains why there are so many deleted scenes that also kind of forwards other storylines as well. So, so many things he wanted to do in one. And, and, and it just they should shows, have just done a two-hour event. But that's, that's what's great about it. And this episode turned out great. But uh, it just showed that he really had a passion for this one. And that's that's why this episode's good, bro. Except Clark. Except Clark. <laughs> yeah, Don't we get me can't... wrong. We really like the episode. Except Clark. Let's not forget how Clark Kent is. We are going to be able to tell you how Clark Kent is because it's rather shocking that not every... Really. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> there is a little things that are shocking because he decides to tell on you in this episode. That's how we become friends. I'm going to tell on you. You'll never guess what Lex is doing. <laughs> You'll never guess. No spoiling. No spoiling. <laughs> Just hinting at that. True. But anyways, yeah. Again, this is the Somebody Save Me podcast. Back again for Memoria for another wonderful week. Follow us on everything. I'm tired of telling y'all, but I'm also not. No, no, you can't be because I need more people to say mean things and to be able to correct us because a lot of people keep trying to step to the plate and challenge us <laughs> and then they'll say one thing and then they'll back out. For it's, real. It's like I got a bunt, Taylor, and then now that's all I need. No, no, no. You need to be able to embarrass us. We want out of the park. Yeah. yeah. So bring Maybe. on the insults, but also bring on the five stars. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't like yeah, give don't us get one. Us wrong. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we need something. We love insults, but we like stars too, so... <laughs> Less stars is bad. Give us a five-star insult. Ooh. Yeah. But also tells you love us. Yeah, I even had to butt in for a comment. and you, No one's ever going to know which one it was. So no, they, I had to butt in there. They have to know. If they, yeah, if they don't. <laughs> I was going to say, one of them is explained. The <laughs> other one is just. Wow, that was actually a good one. Oh, That's full, not Taylor. <laughs> full-on explanation over something interesting. Not just a whole bunch of rambling. That's not my Taylor. And then a I own you at the end. No, <laughs> that's not him. But yes, thank you again for listening this week. We're going to get started right now on Memoria, episode 19 of season three, Smallville.
Ooh, let's get it. Because we start off, we start off right on Excelsior Academy. This is the first appearance of this uh, boarding school that Lex went to as a younger child. And this is actually going to be referenced a lot more now. By the way, we need a list today of like what you even mentioned. Let's do a list of callbacks because this is already one. One. Where we finally have the explanation of the school that Lex went, where he said that he had no friends, that he was picked on. And the only thing that I will say about this scene, maybe you can correct me. Wasn't this where he was supposed to be found at the school bell? Wasn't he in, like, the school bell? Isn't that what they said in the past episode where they found him with the blanket naming Julian? Yes. Yeah, okay. They mentioned that because um, when Lionel was on Clark's ass, Lex's first break, uh, breakdown. Yes. And, that's and that why was it, during the whole um, Morgan Edge thing. Yeah, and this is why I bring this up. I don't see a bell here, so already plot hole! Is there not a bull? I mean, a bell? (laughs) A bull? A bull? (laughs) A bull for little Lex out there? Collect the water? No, I don't see a bell. Instead, I see a classroom where Lionel and I'm assuming the principal... Mr. Woodruff. ...decide to not turn on any lights and decide to just walk in this dark classroom with a flashlight where the principal tells Lex, Hey, your son... He's not coming in. We've tried getting him, but it's storming outside and none of us can help the kid. He's probably hanging out on the ledge. Why are we just allowing this? Lionel, of course, decides to be the real loving father, walks towards the window to get on the ledge and says, Hey, Lex, you're not going to get expelled from this school. This isn't going to work. Yeah. (laughs) Quit your tricks, Lex. (laughs) Come on, before I spank you. What, you think that I'm going to allow you to come home? You're out of your damn mind, son. Uh, Lex, good try, buddy. Good try. It's Friday night. Let's go home. Come on. By the way, there's going to be a lot less jokes in this episode because I love it so much. And yeah, it's so serious, except there are moments. There, where... there are little moments, and we, we're gonna, you just got to let us have that. Just let us have it. Okay. Yes, but we love this episode. We do love it a yeah. lot. This is and honestly, IMDb better have put this at 9.9. Dude, it's 10. actually rated really high. Okay. I'll go back to it. I, I'm but... not like, we can bring that up at the end. I just wanted to mention it better be the highest out of highs. Oh, dude, yeah. And so... Um, what we even find out, too, is that the uh, Hush Little Baby song is what Lex is singing. And he was singing that in the barn with Clark whenever he had his first breakdown. And now, look, he's saying, Dad, shh, you're going to wake the baby. Lex, Julian's gone. We've gone over that already so many times. And it's really just a wrapped up blanket. Just no, like Dad, the, just he's like the right last here. I found him in my dorm. I told him I'd never let anybody hurt him. Julian is dead, Lex. I swear to God, don't make me tell you again. By the way, how old is Lex here? 12? Um, I I think it's 12 because it's his birth. Or he's 11. Yeah, because the meteor shower would have happened already. And also with the birthday that they throw. So, yes, I think it's his 12th birthday that they have. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm going to say he's a... I don't know. because I want to say 10 to 12. Oh, wait, no. He would be younger in this scene. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He would be older in this scene because Julian has already passed. That's right. And obviously, I don't... But he was already bald, yeah, when Julian... So, meter showers happen, all I'm that. I'm saying so he's, he's older. He's here. 15, 16 here. Okay, just wanted to oh, touch on so? that. you think so? You think he's that young? Yeah. I mean, that old? Unless you're trying to say that the moment that everything happened with Julian and the mom, then Lionel just immediately shipped him off to boarding, which would then put him at 12, 13. I think he did. Okay, then we're doing 12, 13. All right. <laughs> 12, 13. That makes sense. Happy birthday. Go to boarding school. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, you have to come to terms with the Lex. He's to try, he tries to approach him. 
But Lex, of course, gets on the edge. And yeah, you're right. No bell. Um, and no teachers. Let's no, make yeah. sure that we understand that this student. Yeah, the principal walked out of the. <laughs> he the said, room. I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to bed. Hey, Lionel, uh, your son's outside. Here's a flashlight. See you later. <laughs> what? Your I... son sucks and he's bald. <laughs> you're not suing us for this. <laughs> Look at your hair, Lex. I mean, Lionel. Look at your hair, Lionel. You really want that to be a representation of you here? <laughs> Anyways, yeah, Lex tries to jump off pretty much, drops the blanket, starts freaking out, and is screaming. Julian! Julian! Yeah, and Lionel is grabbing him. He is just watching the blanket fall down. He's saying, Stop it, Lex. No, Julian! Julian! Now we are on the present where now normal Lex is on his own ledge, standing over, screaming, Julian. All of a sudden, There's Lana, a lightning storm. Yeah, Lana why? is. This is dude, what I thought too, dude. Dude, I put in the notes. What? Why are you here? How late is this? He's, he's in, in his, his PJs. I was just about to say he's in his jammies. He's in his jammies. What are we doing? She's fully dressed though, so it is kind of weird though. It's it's like weird. Yeah, no, no. no. Did she just get there? Uh, did she even stay at Chloe's house? No, she hates Chloe. Like, Clearly, she... we found that out last episode. Well, at least. <clears throat> There is obviously no making up between them, and I'm not going to lie to you. I don't understand it. What's going on between them? Is there something maybe it's in the Lana comics at this point. or the mag? I agree. It's Lana at this point. Because I don't know what Chloe's doing. She's so perfect no, all okay. the time. But I don't understand the rift between the two. I don't know. Maybe we should call up Kristen and ask her. Okay, you got her? All yeah, right. she and, then and then I'll conference call Allison Mackin. <laughs> you got to schedule that. that <laughs> Uh, no, it'd be all right. <laughs> no, they'll allow me. Gotta schedule with the prison guard. <laughs> it's gotta be a certain time. And man, dude, we get to, yeah, I don't, I just, just I just don't get it. But Lana clearly is freaking out. Like, Lex, what, what are you doing? Why are you out here? Because Lex fell back down and now he's within his own reality here. He's like, where am I? What? Huh? And so now we got the opening sequence and that's how we begin our episode. Flashback, mental breakdown again. Not gonna lie. I was already thinking this episode was going to suck. Full disclosure here, I go, okay, are we just repeating ourselves? Yeah. Is, is that all we're going to do? It's going to be another asylum? Or then somehow Lionel's going to be able to trap Lex? Because also, here's my other thing where I feel like the past five episodes were just a bunch of BS. Where's the FBI? <laughs> yeah. What happened to that? Did we Did we stop that? When? Yeah, did we stop it? And so there's a lot of things that happened the past few weeks that now mean nothing because after we have delete is then when you should start this episode. Yeah. Everything that's in between, just for funsies. Yeah. <laughs> FBI what? They don't know Lex. Oh, by the way, Memoria got 8.9. That's a bunch of bullshit. I'm sorry, but this should be 9.5. What? This should be all Let's the way up there. Let's compare it to the season, though. Let's see. <laughs> You're going to tell me that somehow Garrett's episode is like 8.8. That should be like like 5.9. <laughs> all right, Exile was looks like it was an 8.7. I bet you they're going to try to say Asylum's up there. I, I just have a Shattered, 8.6. Okay, I already said that. Rose Bond did a pretty damn good performance on that. That was really good. Yeah, that was good. Asylum, 8.5. Why is Whisper only 7.9? <laughs> okay, do we really have to ask? <laughs> delete. Damn Adam's apple. Too. Wow, they gave Jordan higher than delete. Okay. 
Jordan's episode is way too high. What on earth is going on here? You might have, wow, they I would have put velocity over Jordan. <laughs> I don't know about that. Look at the Irish, it's pretty bad. Obsession 8.4, better than Jordan. Well, it better be. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wow, oh, they didn't like Garrett that much? 7.5? Wow. Crisis. All right. Because of Adam, 8.1. Right. We, we have to. <laughs> yes, because it's the conclusion of Adam. That's what makes it wow, so even, high. Even Truth got 8.4. Dude, it's because Truth is flawless. Yeah, but guess what's better? Memoria. Yeah, but keep going. We got to see if this is the top rated. Oh. It's tied with the last episode. Wow, <laughs> no nines. I don't even know what the last episode is. I don't think I ever remember seeing that. Good. It's a, it's a pretty solid one, bro. And now I'm pretty pumped the fact that they're going to try to compare it to this Academy Award winning <laughs> episode. I don't know if you can pull it off again, Smallville, but we're going to find no out. No nines, dude. It's a ridiculous. Now it doesn't bother me. I feel like they meant 9.9. <laughs> that's what they were. Typos. <laughs> that's all typos. it is. Oh, it's supposed to be 10 stars, not 9 stars. <laughs> hey, we don't, we don't go past a 9. Oh. No one ever wins a giant ass panda. <laughs> You know, just give me a giant ass panda. <laughs> All right, we go to the camp farm after our opening credits. We got Clark actually doing reg regular human work, not actually just throwing hay bales across the barn when Lana's conveniently walking around. Is he? Did he listen to her vehicle? And maybe that's maybe he's actually listening. And that's why he then stops to then do the normal stuff. Because I'm not even gonna lie, even when she walks in, he's not even trying. Like he's not even sweaty. He's not even doing anything. Like, how early is this? Yeah. I'm just curious on time with them, too, because I obviously hate this scene and them, too, <laughs> and I want them out. All right. So, real, real quick, real quick, is that the brief summary of this scene real is that Lana comes to the barn. Oh, hey, Clark. Yeah, Chloe told me you were farm bound all week. Um, yeah, because my dad's in Metropolis with the cardiologist for more tests. So, just, you know, I'm the man of the house. And whatnot. And so Lana's going to go into this whole thing where, yeah, um, something's wrong with Lex because I just saw him last night. Before you get into that real quick here, and this is why I have to stop you. Um, when Lana says, oh, I thought your dad was getting better. Yeah, he is. But you know, Lana, yes. sometimes those scars, they don't heal right away when they're that close to your heart. And Lana then looks at him. Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Long pause. Why is there a long pause? They just took Jonathan's heart surgery and made it about them and their love. No, no, no. What no, is no, wrong it's with not them? they. Clark made it no, that no, way. No, no, she paused. No, no. She paused. They're going, yeah, no, 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 I no. guess you're right. No, because he said something. The only reason why she's like, I think I honestly took her response like, no, I guess I don't, Clark. Why are you making it about us? Right <laughs> oh That's how I took that. It's because it's Clark's fault. Why did he say it like that? Oh, yeah, my dad, you know, I'm pulling double duty. He's with the cardiologist, you know. Scars don't heal that quick over now when they're close to your heart like that. <laughs> Do you like he looks away with like heart? maybe a tear coming down, and Lana's like, I just asked why he was there. Why was that's it? You want to be close to my heart, Lana? No, but I guess they don't. Yeah, sure, whatever. Fucking. You want to see other people? Fucking dick. <laughs> Why do you want to do this to me? But I do want to mention as well the deleted scene. There's yeah. multiple deleted scenes, and this is why it prompted me because she mentioned Chloe already. Is that a deleted scene was removed in this episode with Lana, where she gets her acceptance letter from the Paris School of Arts, and 
it is said that Chloe's only scene was that scene where she hands her the acceptance letter at home. So then, I think at that point, was she going to Lex? To tell him or to be able to say, I'm not going to be able to run the town anymore? Yeah. And that's what her big announcement was? Okay, could be. 3 I think that's why she was at the mansion. 3 a.m. is a little inappropriate. <laughs> I, I think that that's when we have to cross the lines on being able to tell your co-owner or your partner those things. I think we should wait till the morning when he wakes up and is not in the pajamas. <laughs> what if What if it wasn't 3 a.m.? What if it was like before midnight? What do you mean? <laughs> there is no way Lex is already in jammies before midnight. I mean, midnight. think about when the talent closes. And then, like, talent does the time close? to close it up, you know, to clean up and whatnot, close yeah. shop. It'd so be a like one, hours. It'd be like one a.m. I think it'd be close to midnight. So maybe he's getting ready for jammy jams. And what he just had that because nightmare. Also, no, no, no. What dude. if it's not even? Maybe he's just getting ready for bed. He was just relaxing. Because later on, we're gonna find a little spoiler here that the memories, these little episodes he's having, just happen as he's walking around or just standing there. Okay, I'm even gonna say this. <laughs> If you're if you're at midnight and later, it's inappropriate. All right, I'm just gonna say that. In- no, dude, it's okay. He's no. a grown man, like 23 years old, and Lana's 17. It's totally cool. Go home. Yeah, works over. This is my business partner. No, this is nope. my business partner. I can't Stop, believe you're, I can't believe you're trying to get away with this right now. This is inappropriate. I am so offended right now, Jesse. I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So, multiple deleted scenes there. I mean, that's a little fun. So, I think that's why she was there. I think that's why. And do you think maybe this is why she also wanted to show up to Clark's barn? Is to... Because Chloe told her, like, oh, yeah, maybe go talk to Clark about that. Because she got back from Lex's house, maybe, and got the acceptance letter. And they're like, oh, guess what happened to me? And instead, the conversation, though, does turn to Lex. Because I do want to mention one thing now, Joseph. Do you remember the Killer Horse episode? Where Lana was then stepped on. Shattered. Great episode. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So you know how Clark called Lana in order to go to the stable and to be able to like have her bring him some chamomile. Chamomile, yeah. Turned bad. Obviously, a horse crushed her. And that's mm-hmm. how we got to meet Great Adam. Great broken leg. Thank God. Loved Adam. I bring this up because Clark now decides to tell her because lana is concerned about lex telling clark about everything that happened the whole episode yeah and then clark then says yeah he did that before i found him over there in my barn with a blanket where he was singing a lullaby to julian his younger brother who died from sids what did he tell lana in shattered (laughs) he didn't tell her anything that was going on with lex whatsoever because we find out he is now telling her everything where she is shocked to find out that lex was having these memories yeah he's been having mental breakdown episodes and she's like what why didn't you tell me this earlier i bring this up to say if i'm lana i'm never talking to his ass ever again in my life he's looking out for her dude he said look you better steer clear lana don't go near him. But Lex is my friend, Clark. Um, do you not remember the horse? You didn't. You brought chamomile, and I was supposed to have some. He didn't mean to do that. It wasn't him. Yeah, he's not a horse. She's Lana. even not asking the right questions. Why is she not blaming Clark? Yeah. Why are we at Clark's barn? Why are we not back at Lex's crib? Just asking him. Hey, you good? Need no help. Because Clark's BFF. 
And as that BFF, Clark then tells her, do not worry, Lana. Thank you for telling me this. Lana should hate Clark right now. Yeah, she should. Eh. You know what, though? If she's already had her acceptance letter to Petty, she's probably so excited right now that she doesn't give a damn. That's true. So I will give her that. She doesn't give a damn about Clark. She's only concerned she's about like, Lex. oh, I don't have to go check on him. Okay. And it goes back to your point about the heart scars and that Lana truly did not care and Clark made that weird. Yes, he did because Clark's an idiot. <laughs> you know what? He's just getting too stoned now because he's pulling double duty, more like double joints, bro, double bong rips. <laughs> the good news is Clark's going to get better. Let's go to the next scene sure, at the Luther sure. Mansion. <laughs> All right. So, um, of course, Lex is here talking about, he talks about Dr. Gardner, doesn't he? Clear no, his schedule. Not yet. I don't think he says Dr. Gardner. He just says, hey, I need to be able to see him. I need him to be able to clear his schedule. Oh, okay, gotcha. I don't I think it's him, like, mentioned right the name. Because remember what Clark does in order to find out that That's it right. is Gardner. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so Clark's just in the house, at the door, weirdly. Lana told you about my nocturnal adventure, didn't she, Clark? Like, yep, he usually thinks like that. I'll send her running to you. Uh, well, I'm going to ask, are you okay? Well, I haven't lost my mind, Clark, if that's what you mean. <sighs> Clark then gives him a stare. I had just indulged in a little bit of sleep, uh, helpless sleepwalking. Uh, Lex, you were on a ledge yelling Julian's name. You could have killed yourself. So, uh, yeah. Lex then looks at Clark and says, you know what? I don't think I asked questions about you falling asleep in the middle of Route 9 and me finding you. Right, Clark? So we That's get a callback to Rosetta. That is a callback to Rosetta because Clark had that Jarrell dream going on. And it's it then confirmed sleep fly. Yeah. So that's what fly. we then chalked it up as where Lex finally is mentioning it to him because I don't believe he ever told anybody about that. So I love that he is throwing that in his face because in a way it goes back to as friends, we don't ask each other certain things. Right. And Lex does play by that card. Yes, he does, even though... But he's also the bigger brother. He's more mature about it. He can do that. But it's also... You, but it just shows his mind. Like, you keep those things in the back. Like, you know, those cards. And lately, he does seem more as that big brother figure, more protecting Clark versus actually wanting to find things out. Because what we've even seen is that he does kind of push everybody away from wanting to get more to know about Clark. Yeah. The caves, shut up, Dad. Dad, stop investigating him. FBI, you don't need him. So he has been sticking up for Clark, and this is where he kind of wants that same payback. Yeah, because Clark does not reciprocate. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Ever, with anyone. But I don't know if it's Clark's fault or if that's maybe a John thing that he taught him, because as Lionel said, John taught him to be weak. <laughs> Damn. Yep. <laughs> but of course, Clark. Oh, what does Clark throw in Lex's face now? I was like, okay, Lex. Yeah, you can say that. But uh, I wasn't admitted to Bell Reef for like eight weeks. Ooh. Hey, Clark. I actually had doctors look at me, and you know what? They say I'm fine. But apparently, a clean bill of health isn't good enough for Clark Kent. Gives him a smile. Clark then looks down and says, the doctors did say that. Lex then looks <laughs> wow, and says, that makes I, a lot of sense. <laughs> I can take care of myself. Turns around. Clark is now left looking like a bitch. And now we are having Lex drive over to Summerholt. Oh, I love Summerholt. Yeah, so Lex pulls up the Mercedes. This dude. is great. This is phenomenal. <laughs> Lex pulls up. 
<laughs> just VIP parking. No guy to take his in car. In the front. Just in the front. Handicap spot. Blocking the, drive, the driveway. This pretty would much. be illegal because not even an ambulance could get around Nope. That. Fire truck, <laughs> cops. No. Lex is priority. This That's is fire right. lane. The, <laughs> no, Lex lane. It's Lex lane. So he goes into the summer hole. Clark speeds there behind as he gets her to the front desk. And boom. Lex, I mean, Clark followed Lex. Lex is now docking to Dr. Gardner. And telling Dr. Gardner about what happened. And he's like, hey, I need you to find out what's going on with me if it's going to be impacting my waking life. And Gardner's happy with the results because he says, Lex, you having this type of reaction is good. That like, means it's working. It means that you are actually remembering what is causing Repressed. certain things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're not going to stop. They look at it as a muscle spasm. That's why they just happen literally at random. So that's going to go into the whole thing. But he even says, look, I didn't come to you to relive childhood traumas. I'm trying to get those, what was it, eight weeks that he wanted back. And I do agree with that. And I did put in the notes because I I thought that was a little ridiculous where Gardner is not asking him, hey, what's going on eight weeks ago? Mm -hmm. Instead, it is focusing on his childhood. But it could also be that maybe with Gardner and his lessons, Lex mentioned his mother. And then maybe that's what Gardner was trying to touch on to see if that was the cause of certain blocks right? Yeah. that he puts in his head. Yeah. So now Lex is now going through his next procedure, his trial, whatever, with Dr. Gardner. And as we see, he gets submerged into a vat or just a, a tub of, it looks like kryptonite, green water. like it, So some type of serum or solution, whatever you want to call it. This has to be kryptonite, obviously, what we find out later on. How I looked at this chamber is that it looked like what they lowered Wolverine in in X2. Honestly, it looks exactly like The that. only thing we're missing is just the injection of the animantium inside of the body. Otherwise, this is exactly the same type of set. Lex now going underneath the treatment. He seems to have been knocked out, where Gardner has a headset going, Yes, Lex. Take us back. <laughs> Open your mind. Open your heart <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, so Dr. Garland's pulling out his psychiatric abilities here. So he tells Clark. Uh, you want to know Clark's, how he got Molly? This is how. Yeah, Molly, come to me. Open. Papa. <laughs> he pulled some. Uh, Let's touch on this. Ansem from Kingdom Hearts. That's what he sounds like. <gasps> Release. <laughs> the door to light. <laughs> Leads to darkness. Open. (laughs) Yeah, so now we have a nice, terrible flashback of Lex's life where they go and get some... He starts thinking about his 12th birthday party. And he's, of course, bald, bald Lex, a little child... Huge table of food and snacks. My God, I would go crazy at this party. Um, Eight chairs or four chairs on each side. Big Le- table. Lex yeah. is sitting there now bawling his eyes. Obviously, it means that nobody has came to his birthday party. Lex is now crushed. The good news is Papa's going to make it better. He walks in the room and says, I can see nobody showed up. You must be horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this party sucks, Lex. <laughs> What'd you do? And he's even telling him, yeah, I'm sorry. I told your mother not to do this because you don't have any friends. God, my fault. Uh, You know what? Don't worry. I'll talk to her later for you. I told you nobody would come, Dad. Lex is completely crushed, saying everybody hates me. And now it makes me want to do a pause because I have a question for you. 
Why does everyone hate Lex? Because he's bald. Is that the only reason? Yes, dude. They, they bully him because he's bald. You know what my reason is? Lionel. You know why I say this? Because he probably had fired the parents or he did something to the other kids' parents. And so that's why the kids now have that horrible reaction to Lex. So it's just pretty much trickling down from everybody's parents that then affects the kids where now Lex is the loser because everyone hates Lionel. Maybe. And they associate them together. Because what has Lex done besides? I can't accept it. Do you it. think 12-year-olds are really out here like, oh, yeah, I hate Lionel. I hate your dad. Do you? No, I'm just saying my parents say that your dad's awful. <laughs> Instead, what you're telling me is, um, Lex, you're bald. Gross. Ew. <laughs> oh, my God. Alien. <laughs> Gross. You're not one of us. That's what Cooties does to you. That, see? Exactly. <laughs> this is actually a nice moment we get to have here. Lex cries, storms away from the table. Lex, yeah. Lionel then says, all right, let me try to be a father here. So he gives, he prompts him an idea to open his gift. So he Look tells him- Look at how many presents he has for nobody showing up. He has truly a hundred presents sitting right next to him. The presents don't matter, dude. People yeah. do. Do you think that they lied to him as well and put like people, like other people's names from, on it? From John, <laughs> from Pete, Tim. Tim. Julian. Steve. Oh, not Julian. Nope. <laughs> April. Um, um, Kim. Matilda. Yeah, Kim. Yeah, Mr. Woodruff, the principal. It's a lot. You know what? I don't think I'd be crying if I had that many gifts. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, I good. can be alone. <laughs> I love all my gifts by myself. <laughs> I don't need two remotes. I only need one. <laughs> you're Luther Lex. You're special, and there's going to be others that have find difficulty to accept that. But, you know, you're special. You just got to power through this. But, so, yeah, like I said, he prompts him to get his gift. Lex is still crying. He's still not saying a word to Papa. This is clearly Lionel's own gift to Lex. Uh, we wanted to give you this in person. But she's resting, so uh, you can open it now, though. Lex, actually, before he even opens the box, then asks about his mother. Is she okay? She seems so sad all the time. Lionel says, no, no, no. She's just tired. This pregnancy has just been very difficult for her. That's all that's going on. But once the baby comes, she is going to be excited, and we are all going to be one big happy family. So please open your gift from Papa. Yeah. And they open it, and what do we have here? An avocado! <laughs> Thanks! <laughs> yeah, because Lex is like, oh, it's just an old box. What is this? Yes. And this is actually the same box. The it's box a jewelry was... box, Dad. Thanks. I'll put my earrings in here. I'll put my wig in here. <laughs> this box was forged from the armor of St. George, Lex. And wow, what do we know this box from? Oh, wait, Lex... Obviously, this is the origin of his gift to Clark. And Clark got this gift from Lex in the very second episode of this show, bro, Metamorphosis. And it's great because Clark it's, then used that box in order to hide Lana's necklace from her because he stole it. Yeah, and Pete also hit his rock in there and be like, what's up, Clark? <laughs> I thought that was like, no, that was something different. That looked like... That a, was the same box. No, that looked like a different box. Was just, that rock was huge. It looked more square. We're going to have to go back. I think it's a different box. Uh, whatever. Because, man, did you see the size <laughs> of that rock that he had? It's like, I need the biggest one for Clark's head. <laughs> he just found it like... Perfect. <laughs> and this is that box. We get the origin, and uh, Lionel tells the story of St. George of how he fought a dragon. And he fought a dragon, but he was losing his strength. 
he decided to um, retreat because not only the strength, but the face. So he took a piece of the broken armor and he made it into that box, which is the lead box. And Lex is just fascinated with the story. He loves the story. And so he made that box to put all his fears and doubts into it, bro. St. George wanted some courage back. Dude. So it's like a secret keeper box? Yeah. <laughs> Michael's secret stuff. <laughs> I love secret keepers. <laughs> and so, yeah, he put his little in the box, and he, he went ahead and went to go fight the dragon again with no armor. And the dragon fled. And he did not allow it to flee. Instead, he decided to pierce the heart with his sword. And the dragon fell dead. So you know what that means, Lex? That means that you take this box. And that means that you put your fears. And you put your doubts. And your jewelry. And you lock them away. <laughs> and then you'll find that you're, uh, you're stronger than you think you are. And we are now back to the present. <laughs> yes, back to the present. We're looking at more brain scans here of Lex, and Lex actually is done with his little memory, his episode, his trial, and is up. Wow, great session, Lex. That was actually really good. We're making progress, and that's it. We just remove Lex from this tank. He looks pretty exhausted, but guess what? Clark is x-raying underneath on top of the building, and he can see everything going on, and Clark is just like, oh, man. You know what I'm going to go what do? What is he so disappointed about? Hold on. You know what it is. I mean, yeah, it's Dr. Gardner. No. This is now selfishness out of Clark. Also, oh, yes. I want to make sure that we can understand something. With Clark's Biakagon or with Clark's X-ray, does that mean he would be able to tell what type of liquid that Lex is in right now? He should. Yes, I did have a huge problem with this. Okay, so the X-ray would show that the liquid would be different, No. It would be different than water, so that means that Clark would at least understand what liquid kryptonite looks like whenever he does his x-ray. I just want to hold on to that thought. Yeah, because like how his x-ray works is that, I mean, when it's shown to us, it's looking like an actual x-ray, only the white and the blue. Everything's just shit. white and the blue. Yeah, but we've seen in his first episode in x-ray when he got his power, remember when he looks in the locker room, he's able to see Lana naked. So that means he can look at layers. And that's true. And go into layers, not actually see, like, oh, just that actual x-ray. Going back to your point, whenever he says, Chloe has a birthmark above her cheek, mm -hmm. Pete says, no, she doesn't. Not that cheek. Yeah. So he would be able to see. He should it. be able to see a shiny green liquid tank. Just want to make sure on that. I'm but right don't there worry, with Don't worry. Don't worry. We're no, okay. it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, no. Right he, right. he saw it. But he, he saw it. He has a good plan right now, anyways. Sure. So instead sure. of now listening to everything that happened with Gardner, which he did, he Lex now finished the session, walks out of the building. Clark decides to then appear and say, "What the hell are you doing, Lex?" He's so stupid because Lex is about to go to his car. His car's still out front. And boom, we turn the camera around and Clark's like, what are you doing, Dr. Gardner, Lex? <laughs> and Lex is like, what the fuck? I thought I told you to stay out of it. Like, hey, Clark Lex, you know what he did to Molly? To Ryan! Clark, this is Metropolis. Why does he care about Molly like that? Where's your dad's truck? Why does he care about Molly like <laughs> Why that? Why are you here? How did you get here? <laughs> we don't question these things, right? We're the big brother. <laughs> But yes. And to Ryan, Lex, he's dangerous. Yeah, but Clark threw the Molly thing because he knows Lex wants to have sex with her. Yeah, what about Molly, that girl you want to pregnate? <laughs> that you, you know you hid. 
I mean, somewhere it, underneath like somebody's house or something. Where is Molly, Lex? Because <laughs> I can't understand, Lex, why my best friend keeps lying to me. Okay. <laughs> okay. Got a lot of nerve. Clark Kent. Clark Joseph Kent. My God, you're tarnishing my name, dude. No, what? he's not. You guys act the same. Oh, my <laughs> Lord, dude. Lex is like, what if you lost seven weeks of your life, Clark? All right. He didn't even comment on what bullshit he just said to him. Why does my best friend keep lying to me? <laughs> Clark always tells him the truth. You what lie are you talking about? literally to every single person you know. No. He doesn't lie to Pete. Now he doesn't. Well, no, he does now. Yo, he, he does now. He for sure lies to Pete. <laughs> After him slipping up last episode with Chloe, you know he hides the truth from him. <laughs> Shout out, last episode truth. Yeah. <laughs> Cool episode. Yeah, seriously. Chloe's episode, the best. But I do want to say Clark's plan here is so awful that he would have no explanation. I guarantee, I guarantee you he's going to have he's gonna win that award this, this, this season. And Clark now realizes, though, after Lex says, what would happen to you after if you were to lose those seven weeks, Clark should realize I did lose that whenever I was in Metropolis. Hey, Metropolis is here. How did I get here? Clark, this is what this is about. Those memories, they would give me the questions that have been plaguing me my entire life. But Dr. Gardner knows. Come on, his research can kill you. I don't care, Clark. I'm going to take those risks. I'm going to remember everything. I love that shit. Clark I then says, okay, you know what? Okay, cool. If I can't convince you, I'm going to tattle. Dude. <laughs> All right, so yeah. Clark just watches Lex drive away. And he's just outside of this office and just bummed. But I love him. Lex is like, dude, I don't give a shit what you're saying to me. I'm going to remember everything. And I will fucking do it. Well, it also then goes back to this, in my opinion, is still not Clark being a good person. Because I thought that Clark would be all about wanting Lex to be able to find his memories. So that then he figures out there's no need to love Papa. Papa hates you. And also, I got to ask you this because this bothered me. Did Lex know that he had electroshock therapy from Lionel and has accepted it as something positive? Because yeah. that's what this episode Dr. seems Dr. Gardner to did point that out. He tells him, like, the electroshock therapy did, like, alter a certain point Meaning of that he knew, so he knows that Lionel did that to him, and yet last episode... Well, I think he's been aware because he was in a And asylum. we admit that we still want our father to love us? What are you talking about? Dude, yeah, I don't, I don't get that. My dad gave me electroshock therapy. Yeah. I want him to give me his love. Out of love. <laughs> he did it out of love, dude. Lionel looked at Lex like, son, I love you so much. How does this make any sense? <laughs> Kiss his, forehead, kiss his forehead and said, Doctor, run that shit twice. <laughs> run that shit twice. You know, the power went off and on. Not good enough. Yo, what are you doing standing there? <laughs> Flip it up again, brother. My son is not comatose. But out of love. Yeah. Respectfully. Yeah. Respectfully. RIP your mother, Angelian. What the hell is wrong with legs? I don't understand this. I love him so much. I love. I'll give Lex his daddy love if he needs it. <laughs> you know, a great episode, but Jesus Christ, <laughs> man. So now, after that, yeah, we go to Metropolis, and we have Lionel here. He's like, I got your call. I was shocked. And look, we're at Lionel's office. He still has a scratch from John on his cheek. He's like, I, dude. I couldn't see what imagined, like, what you would bring you to me. And of course, 
it's Clark at Lionel's office. Yeah, so Lionel, it's Lex. He's trying to get his memories back, and he's going through Dr. Garner some really dangerous stuff. I would go to my own father, but you whooped his ass. I need a real man. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Luther, you're the only one powerful enough to shut Summerholt down. That's true, and to bring your father down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm flattered, Clark, truly, truly. Um, But, uh, you know... Why do you think I would uh, resort to behaving like a thug? What? You have a mark on your face, and I saw you and my father wrestling on you the had, ground. You had a Smallville tussle in the cave. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Do I have to bring up the Kawachi celebrity death match last week, Lionel? Yeah, um, I'm confused. <laughs> you pretended to be blonde. <laughs> That seems like thug behavior. No way. We, <laughs> You know what? Thug behavior is... What would it be considered then in Lionel's head if he doesn't believe that he has attributed to that? So would thug behavior only be if he shot up like a pistol or something? Yeah, sideways. Yeah, sideways. That's what I mean. That's why I'm holding my finger. Like if he did that. Yeah. Why would I go to Summerhold and hold my pistol sideways, Clark? (laughs) I'm a Luther. Okay, that's what he means. Okay, I'm glad we're able to connect that. (laughs) Lex, uh, Lionel's trying to say no one cares about Lex's mental health more than me, than I do, Clark, okay? So stop him from, reg- I'm not going to stop him from regaining lost memories if he really wants them. Which is interesting. You would think that because Lionel knows that Lex found some things out and that he would then focus on the grandparents, all of a sudden Lionel's throwing that at Clark, maybe holding his own cards to his chest and he's I not think, a dummy like I, Clark. I think that's what he's doing. It's like, okay... Yeah, because, like, yeah, what if he does recover, whatever. Even if he uncovers the death of his grandparents, or, sorry, the discovery of his grandparents' death. Wow. Um, All that hillbilly stuff you've been growing up with, Clark, I underestimated you, you know? No, 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 we have to say it exact. You know what, Clark? I'm surprised that your uh, parents gave you that corn-fed hokum. Yeah. And that you were able to have such a, a keen eye for certain things. Not we clearly like your father. Yeah, you have a dark side. I underestimated that. Okay. You called him He gives a little a giggle. Honky. You called him a honky. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm trying to say my friend. Now he uh, says he's not a honky. Oh, yeah. He's like, I'm trying to say my friend. He's like, no, you're not, actually. You came here to strong arm me to, under the disguise of, of concern for Lex, but it's you who doesn't want him to re- recall his memory. No! No? No? That's not it, I swear. <laughs> no, you don't have proof. And what does Lex... I mean, what does Lionel do here? Shows a video of Lex talking to Clark in Asylum, another callback, Where- and Shattered. And Wait. it was the end of the episode. No, no this is Asylum. asylum. This yeah. is Asylum. Because it was when the security guard showed Lionel the footage, and he said, how long have you had this? Why haven't you shown me this sooner? And that was after the electroshock therapy. So that's where Lionel is now revealing that tape to Clark to then say, I think you want... I don't think you want him to go through with the treatment because he's going to find out your secret. Who the hell cares about his grandparents? Also... Did you know that I always have a camera inside of the art area? Yeah. He wants to see everyone's potential. He's like, you want Not Lex in to... his room. Not in his room. In the art area. You want Lex to stop this highly dangerous therapy? They watch Looney Tunes in there. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Looney Ben. I know you I know your secret, Clark. I know your secret, Clark. I suggest you start telling the truth, Clark, if you don't want him to uh 
go through with the therapy. Um, okay, hold on. Hold the phone. I have a huge problem with this episode, and I don't know if you found a deleted scene, but here is my problem. What the hell happened after that line? Mm. After him saying, you need to start telling the truth, Clark. All of a sudden, we're then cut to the Luther mansion. But before I get there, I have to ask, what happened after that? Did Clark tell him truths? Nope. Then why does Lionel then in this scene do exactly what Clark was asking? I don't know. What? What am I? There's something I'm missing. I'm missing a part. What if? I mean, there is no deleted scene, I don't believe. Hold on, let me make sure. Um, like he, that it's just something that I'm weirded out with, and yeah. I was because is Clark then saying no, no, no? I'm not gonna tell you anything. I think honestly, it was just one of those moments where Clark's just like, uh, okay, whatever, yeah, I'm out of here, and then Lionel just ended up going to check on line uh, Lex anyways because he sh- he knows that Clark is concerned. So it's like, okay, let me follow up on He's this. Let me his- push. Let me push Lex to do this therapy. Still holding the cards to his chest, so he really does care about the grandparents, and so he doesn't want Clark to know. It's just weird because he does exactly that, and it it was just a weird cut to yeah. the next scene because it seemed like, well, is Clark gonna do it? But see how things play out eventually. Maybe he planned this whole thing, and I just don't buy that. But it, I don't know. It, it was just a weird cutaway. It automatic. is a weird cutaway because really, what happened? Yeah. How did we end? Did, we, did it end right there? Did it end right did there? We speed the run, did done? we speed run out? <laughs> oh, I'll see you later. Okay. Hey, how are you going to get home? Truth. Yeah, I'll tell the truth from now on. Lionel. <laughs> Let's fucking zip out of there. Hey, how did you get in? I have cameras all over this building, right? Your security sucks. <laughs> you would not be able to just leave. Hey, Clark, I'm going to ask you again. How did you get in here? I'll be honest. I think at this point, he should just be allowed in everywhere because he's gone in so many times everywhere you think he just has a visitor pass i think everyone just knows his face (laughs) it's a small town we have the map now it's a small town but this is metropolis they would see him so this is metropolis though that's true maybe he has a punch card for them too maybe it's like oh well if he is in metropolis it's only luther corp that whole front desk staff is it summer holton metropolis yeah so yeah he goes to more than one place Six hour drive, dude. We love these drives. Yeah, we're not gonna ask how he gets home. Well, now. Luther's get helicopters. Hey, so. how does he get home? Runs. See you in <laughs> twelve seconds. Yeah. Hey, Clark. Should I call your parents? How are you gonna get home there? Do you, should I call Martha? <laughs> I'll talk to Martha over the phone. Oh, is your dad here in Metropolis having more checkups on his heart? Mm. Ooh, is it because I whooped his ass too hard? Oh. Yeah, he sucks at fighting. Let's go to the Luther Mansion with Lionel now walking in. Lionel walks into Lex. What brings you to Smallville, Dad? Find more evidence of little green men in the Kawachi case. Ha <laughs> loser! <laughs> Another one of your uh, extracurricular activities has brought been brought to my attention, Lex, and uh, it's at your Summerholt Institute. Huh. Where did you hear that? Clark! Your good friend, Clark. <laughs> And Lex is so pissed, dude. I'd be so mad. Think about it. You just told Clark pretty much, go to hell, dude. That little 17-year-old piece of shit just went up to my dad and said, hey, your son, the grown man, he's doing bad stuff. (laughs) Clark daddled on Lex. Why would Lex then now tell Clark anything? I would. You're just going to tell my dad. I'm telling you right now, dude. Like, if any, if <laughs> the reason why they end up not being friends is because of Clark. <laughs> okay. 
He just won't tell him the truth. And Lex is like, obviously, he needs the truth. I'm telling you, it's just like back to that original question we asked a long time ago. If Clark ended up telling Lex the truth from the get-go yeah. as a brotherly, like, share. What would have conf- happened with their relationship after? I think they would have been best fucking friends. I told you that. I, you said friends. that he would have still been evil. I said that I think it would have changed. Well, his t- he had tendencies, bro, even then. But now we're getting more extreme because it's just gone further and further. So, yeah, I think you're right now. Looking back, I think if he, yes, ca- if he caught it early, if he caught it Alex early... He could have done it. Yeah, it would have been much better situation. Instead, we're going to tattle on you. I hate Clark now. I'm now his arch nemesis. <laughs> and so, yeah, anyways, Lex is pissed, man. He's pissed that he got tattled on. Look, Lex, your mind is very fragile. Why would you risk jeopardizing your sanity for the sake of a few lost memories? I do like that he tells his dad, though, Dad, Summerhold is a prestigious place. It's a respectable <laughs> area. No. Dr. Gardner. Are you talking is, about the same summer? Hold on, I'm talking about. <laughs> Dr. Gardner is known as the biggest Dr. Gardner. piece of shit. Yeah, lads. yeah. I, I, okay, I don't think I don't think we're talking about the same place. Lex. <laughs> it's like, what's wrong, Dad? Hmm, hmm. You are you're afraid of what I'm going to remember, huh? Huh, Daddy? Because so far, it's been very illuminating. And he gives a little smug response, where then Lionel then turns around and says, "Lex, look at me in the face." It's foolish for you to go on with this treatment. It could trigger another psychotic break. Look, that's psychotic break happening right now. He's he goes now to having black. another episode of a flashback. He drops his whiskey glass, but that triggers his memory. A teacup falls, and now we're in his memory. So it is someone on the ground trying to clean it up. And we actually get the first reveal of Lex's mother. Mama. And Lionel. So Lex is peeping. A little young Lex is peeping. There's a nurse taking care of the baby. Wet nurse. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> Lionel and the mother. Lillian is there crying while then the wet nurse. L-L. <sighs> Jesus. Everybody is named that. He planned this. He did. <laughs> he planned this. Good Lord. He met Lillian. I was like, okay, I need you to be my wife. What's crazy is that Julian isn't LL. Yeah. So he deserves to die. Yeah, because he didn't have the proper initials like Lucas. Ugh, Jay Gross. Uh, get it out of my face. Ew, Jason? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> And so Lionel's tripping on Lillian because Lillian actually is like distraught. I think she's, well, this is, I would call this postpartum. It's postpartum. This is very severe postpartum, like depression. She is not wanting even to hold the baby. She is crying to herself. And Lionel's not helping one bit. No, he is because after the wet nurse then gives him the baby, he says, Lillian, take your damn child. You need a bond Yo, with him. Yo, it's really fucking weird that her, your, his own mom won't hold him. So stop doing your bullshit and love my children. And it's like, whoa, dude, hey. And Lillian let's pump the even brakes. You're already him. holding the baby. Just keep holding the baby. <laughs> Lillian even tells him, you know what? I think maybe that's what the problem is. Because I told you that I don't want any more kids. With- I didn't even want this one. Insinuating that she didn't want Julian. And she even throws in his face that I don't enjoy your parenting style and how you have treated our other son, Lex. Mm-hmm. Now you're just going to have them fighting for your love. Meaning that with Lionel, though, and that sweet moment that we saw with Lex truly was, though, a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. Because he is not that father whatsoever. In fact, he not only emotionally beats Lex in the present time, but we find out that he was emotionally beating Lillian down to where she was truly depressed and 
that it's affecting their entire family. Mm-hmm. Yep. Big Luther problems here. And this is just a lot of reveal as well for Lex's whole backstory. I just had to pause it real quick here to say Lionel just lied then last episode or two episodes ago with Jonathan saying that I have made my son strong. Lionel just told Lillian he is weak because of you. So Lionel never raised his son to be strong. He just called Lex a pussy to Lillian. That's right. Said it's your fault. Yeah, um, my bald son is weak because of you. So it's like no. Um, Yeah, make them fight for your affection, Lionel. I won't. But I'm not gonna let you turn them into little monsters. I want a divorce. I want it. Lillian, these threats, these constant threats are tiresome. I allowed you to come home for Lex's sake. Now you're going to try. And he just forces the baby on her because he allowed Lex to come home from the boarding school only since Lillian wanted Lex to be around so they could be a family. Right. In a way... He says that he's doing things for her, but it also seems like, no, he is the evil person that has tormented his family from the start. And Jesus Christ, him handing the baby to her while she is bawling is truly awful. Yeah, it's great. It is awful, awful. And we are still at the peephole from Lex's view where Lionel is still forcing the holding, and the four of us are going to be one big happy family. All right, I'll see you later. I'm going to go give Mary the night off. I think you need to spend some alone time with your son, meaning I'm going to have him cry to you all night long. Yeah, don't bother asking me for shit. I'll be in the other room. You need this night to yourselves. I can tell you right now, that's not going to help her. That is not helping anybody no dude it's it's really good parenting and like husband spousal talk you know so if support so- spousal support so if something does happen to that baby all i'm gonna say is lionel may be at fault and eh, no he's cool let's go still to lex's point of view of him looking Lionel now looking around as Lillian has walked away. Now Lionel says, Lex, oh, I see you peeping again. Opens the door. Lex is then scared. Come come in here, Lex. What? what? Lex then runs in. He runs over to his mother. Julian is crying in her arms. Lionel then walks up to Lex. Lex, what the hell are you doing? Hmm? What are you doing? And now we go back to the present. And... He even sees, now He's, it's Lex, like, crying, pretty much. He's like, Dad, it was an accident. Lex, what are you talking about? And now we are flashing back once again to the past where we see some type of lights that are going on. Red, blue, yellow lights. Where That's weird, because we are in the baby room. <laughs> this has nothing to do with Clark. We are in the baby room of Lex. Somebody said! <laughs> Damn it! Of Lex now looking inside of the crib. And Julian is sitting there. And no type of sound is happening. And Lionel comes in. Hey, Lex, what's up? What are you, what are you two boys up to? Huh? You, you and, looking at your baby brother? And, and Lex is not responding. And he's just looking down, and he's, like, freaking out. Looks like he's crying. And he wouldn't stop crying. He wouldn't start crying. I tried to rock him, and then... And then what? Uh, uh, uh. What did you do, Lex? You have to believe me. Uh, No. 
and now Lionel is walking, what have you done? Walking over to the crib, and he now sees that Julian is no longer breathing. Lex is now walking towards the door, and Lionel is completely crushed, not really believing exactly what happened. He believed in his own head that he had the perfect four family. I don't understand what he was even thinking. Yes, man. It's like, what have you done? What the hell have you done? And now we get the true Lionel now. I was finally going to have an athlete. (laughs) With hair. (laughs) He looks at Lex. Completely disgusted. He's like, yeah, he wants to kill him. He really wants to kill him. And he's like, what have you done? Lex is still looking there completely scared. And he is still screaming at Lex, what have you done? Raises his hand. Bro, fist. Backhand fist to his face. Completely knocks him out is what we are assuming because we are now back at the present where Lex has hit the floor and he is woken up by Lionel. Lionel then saying, I need to call the doctor. Lex saying, I'm fine. I'm fine. You could stop. Both breathing heavily right now. Big intense scene. You know what's going to help? Get some Wawa. Avas. Avas. (laughs) And... Of course, Lionel's like, well, I guess this is a side effect of your treatment. And yeah, Lex is like sweating bullets. It's like, dude, you're playing with fire, son. Stop touching me. And now Lex is freaking out. You only care about preventing me from getting back those seven weeks. I've got nothing to hide from you, Lex. And now Lex doesn't know what to believe right now. But Lionel is still then saying, stop focusing on the past. Focus on the future. Get the hell out of my house. It's been your weakness all along. Get the hell out. And finally, Lionel now leaves. Yeah, that was first time Luther home and whatnot. Of the actual inside of it? Inside, in Metropolis. That was like their Metropolis home. So I'm going to ask you as well. and Because so- apparently the mansion was bought from uh, Lionel, just his property in Smallville. But it was pretty much just vacant until he exiled Lex there. And that's when it became relevant. Okay. All right, I was going to ask you a question, and then you interrupted me to give us the backstory of the home. I'll take it, because there was actually some good stuff in there. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I, right. did. I just throw it in there, but you're good. Go ahead. All right. So my question to you then, who did you think killed Julian by this point? Did you think that it was still Lex? Oh, I mean, at this point... Because um... I was still... I even put in the notes here, I was really questioning it. Where you're not showing me what Lex did in order for the baby to then end up dying. As maybe fucked up as that may sound, it's truly like it's it's not making sense to me that he would be the killer of it. I think it's Lionel somehow poisoning the baby. Yeah, and I mean, it was like... Throughout the whole thing, you're being shown as the viewer that, oh, it, w- it was Lex. Lex had something to do with it. But... As you see this episode in that first reveal, yeah. it's like, we don't, it's just, the, the child is dead. We don't see what the process of that or what happened. And I think, to be honest, if I was just to think, because I already know, of course, we know, like, what the whole true story is, but you would think it's maybe just, what if something just spontaneously happened to the baby and in Lex's hands? Yeah. And it wasn't even his fault, but he had to take blame. Maybe it was his high white blood cell count that then affected oh, the baby. I'd even think about that's that. That's what bro. it may have been. <laughs> Man, I didn't think about that one. And that's what Lex- No one thought about it, you know? <laughs> Lillian didn't. Even uh, Mary. Even Mary the nurse. His superpower is killing babies. The nurse, <laughs> that would be the one that would know the most. What a dumb idiot. She could have saved us all. 
<laughs> Truly a mastermind of a villain. Yo, Lex has potential. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> this is horrible. I just had a kid. I don't want to talk about this I mean, anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next scene now is we go to the Kent house. Clark's walk, Clark walks in. Martha's just ending her conversation with Jonathan. He is not in this episode, just so FYI. Because he he's in Metropolis. Because he's weak. He's in Metropolis. Hey, you guess what, though? Fun fact is that he's not in this episode again because he's been prepping for his directorial debut with next episode. Oh. Talisman. Oh, what? John Schneider. Okay. He's prepping for his debut. He's prepping director. for it? Yeah. I think that that's w- why he's not in the episodes. Okay, but his character is really just having his scars healed because of Close Lionel, to his heart. Lionel whooping his ass so hard that he then has to go see another hey, Doc, specialist. Hey, Doc, I just had a crazy little fight in the cave. Can you check me out? I'm worried. Oh, my God, John. You look bad. This guy really did a number on Internal you. Internal bleeding. <laughs> Powerful punches and Ooh, kicks. Was he huge? Yeah. Was he bigger than like you? three times your size, huh? So, yeah, she just ended the conversation, just, I love you, and yeah, Clark, your dad's fine. Oh, uh, what, what, what the fuck does Lionel say as he walks in? Excuse the intrusion. I do have to say He's this. like right up in their face. He's like right there already. You know how we gave Clark the benefit of the doubt saying, oh, he was able to hear Lana's vehicle pulling up, and that's right. why he was doing his chores normally. And he just came from outside. Okay. So, so that means they would have walked in around the same time. So Clark didn't hear Lionel nor see Lionel until Lionel just showed up right behind I mean, him. I mean, you see where he's standing, right? <laughs> if you're actually looking at the format of this house, Clark would have saw him as soon as he walked in. I'm... Martha would have saw him. I'm now really concerned with Clark in this, in this scene. And I, I don't want to take anything away because I put in the notes. I don't know if he knows what's going on right now. Maybe the blind thing from Whisper just goes back and forth sometimes. Maybe he has his good and bad days. <laughs> yeah, and that's why his, he eventually has to wear glasses. And his X-ray wasn't working properly when he was on the roof. Shoot, okay, oh, we're shoot, connecting man. dots. <laughs> And Martha's just shocked. She's like, what, what, are, what you, are you doing here? And she starts licking her lips. <laughs> it's a weird what are you okay, doing Okay, thank you. It's not that type of weird, but it's like, there's like weird history. But I don't know. It just feels weird when they talk Joseph, to each it other. It was a, I didn't call you. What are you doing here? This is a like surprise. It's like you're really crossing like lines. Yeah. No, no, no. There was a little bit of a flirtation in that, as hard as that is to believe. I don't believe. like when they talk to each other. <laughs> I don't like it either. makes you feel weird on the inside. It feels nasty. Yeah. Wrong. I love it. <laughs> wrong. It feels Jonathan wrong. deserves this. This is why you no. don't lose fights in the caves. I don't think he deserves this much. He does. He deserves a lot. You know what? But he deserves Martha at the end of the day because like, she needs to take care of that man. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Martha <laughs> needs to take care of the man. Not Martha gets taken care of. Martha needs to start focusing on herself. I mean, I'll be honest, though. Martha can take it versus Lillian, bro. Yeah, no, no. Martha's easily like numero uno. She'd be like, Lionel, who the fuck do you think you're talking to? If I don't want to like my son, I won't. (laughs) That's how Martha would be. Yeah, we've already seen her kill serial killers. That's true. Sure, they've tried to dumb Martha down in some of these episodes. Didn't she run over a kid? Yeah, I'm not buying She ran over Ryan. He deserved it. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, she was really trying to do the world a favor. She hit Ryan. 
with her car. I think he, like, that, I won't blame her on that and them taking over Ryan, because that was just to, you know, make sure he doesn't call the police. Mm. I just don't want Clark to still get to know certain people, because they die because of him. And so, with Martha now, I don't want her to be the catalyst of that. We're going to have to delete her ever hitting Ryan with the car. Let's just forget that from our memory. Always Clark's fault. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it's always Clark's fault. I'll get behind that. That's for sure. And, yeah, so Lexus here is like, hey, uh, you know, um, your son came to see me earlier today. And Martha's already looking at Clark like, whoa. And Lionel's like, uh... Yeah, your son's pretty secretive, so <laughs> sorry, this is awkward. He doesn't tell you certain things. Hey, Mom, um, can you please go upstairs for a little bit? Hey, Mom, can you get the fuck out of here real quick? Sure. And Martha then decides to give a weird look to Lionel as she's walking by him, pretty much grinds up against his stop, pants. Stop, stop. No, because this scene right here when she stops on the stairs. It's weird. It's weird. And Because he grabs her like, yeah. Martha, before you go, I... uh. I wanted. Would you give my best wishes to your to Jonathan? I'm sure it must be a challenge for him to be so fucking weak, and for me to have to have whooped his ass in the caves. Did he to tell run you? the farm like this? I'm sure it's bad. Did he tell you, Martha, that I beat him in a fight? <laughs> did he tell you that when he came home? Yeah. Did, um, did you see you this see on this my right cheek? I, it's still. It's right there. I got him better though. <laughs> I got him good. That's why he really went to the hospital, Martha, because of these guns. <laughs> Don't worry about Jonathan. He'll be fine. She's like trying not to like His lick. strength of character will see us through anything. Okay, was this rehearsed, Martha? Is this something that John told you to say? I'm not going to lie. Because it she, is, seems very forced. She says strength of character because she knows he doesn't have any real strength because Lionel already whooped his ass. And that was Martha then still getting a little hot and heavy because Lionel now is inside of her it's home. Weird. She wants a man right now. Dude. And remember with her revealing the truth to Chloe, saying how depressed she feels Jonathan He's not going to be the same man. And you know what, Martha? She's having doubts. She wants some. And I don't think John is providing. Not that corn-fed hokum. Mm-mm. <laughs> Oh, Martha, you dirty girl. Yeah, so she really just said, yeah, John's weak, but his strength and character will get us through anything, I swear. And he, and Lionel just does a weird smirk, flirtatious laugh. Oh, you mean that then he looks down, Martha's walking up the stairs. And is looking up her ass. <laughs> and then decides to take a quick peek before she gets to the very He's top. checking around, dude. I miss your sage advice, Martha. And she's walking up the she stairs goes, really slowly, by the way. What? There's always a job waiting for you if you ever want to come back to loot the corp. Because, yeah, apparently they haven't talked for a while. And that also brings up another past thing of them what episode working was together. It? Yeah. And her eventually quitting because John... Insurgents. This is the first time they've been ta talked to each other since then. And her quitting because they believed they could sustain the farm without her having a job anymore. Jonathan, of course, we all know that's not true. Yeah then Martha should really go back to work. The issue is, I think Martha now is a little bit turned on by Lionel, so she fears that if she goes to work for him as the assistant, he's going to bang her. I hope not, bro. We don't need that. Dude. I think that's going to happen. Because Martha is weird in this scene. It's just a weird interaction altogether. And Clark's just like, 
what the what hell just that? happened? <laughs> He's literally looking like, what? And then Lionel, sorry you had to see that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, Cluck. Forgot you were there. He's like licking his lips. All right, sorry. All right, uh, so thank you, Clark, for letting me know what Lex has been up to. Unfortunately, our collective meddling has convinced him to accelerate the whole process. And Clark's like, but he's going to hurt himself. It's like, I know, but he's an adult, Clark. I mean, it's just like people have to, you know, make their own mistakes sometimes before they realize that they've gone down the wrong path. Gone down the wrong path. What if he doesn't? What if he comes out a vegetable? Well, then I'll have no choice but uh, to have him committed again. (laughs) And this time it will be for permanent. And also, I'm going to take one of these apples that your mother left here. I love her apple. (laughs) He's massaging it in his hand. Granny Smith? (laughs) It's Granny Ken. (laughs) Martha makes the best pies, huh? (laughs) He, He like blacks out just from how turned on he is. And Clark's just standing there. He's having his own episodes. <laughs> He's having his own episodes, like Lex. And Clark's just like, what are you doing? Dude, <laughs> this is so inappropriate between them. Like, it's bad. Uh, that was a weird scene. Yeah. I want people to comment, too, because there's yeah. no way no one's thinking the same thing. That's, That's a weird interaction. That shouldn't have happened. If I'm John, I'm a little pissed off. Yeah, she just got off the phone with John. So it's like, dude, yo. John, you need another callback. You need, you need to hear what's going on. And the way here. she was walking up the stairs was like, come back later. Yeah. When my son's not around. Yeah, I'll be up here. <laughs> Don't forget. She did like 30 seconds like, for each step. <laughs> she was in heels too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> like a like adult, like, you know, heels. Yeah. Farmer heels. Farmer heels. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... The next scene, we go to Summerhole, and of course, oh Lex has done, I mean, Clark has done this twice now. No, 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 three. He showed up the mansion just at the door, just standing there. And then he showed up at Summerhole behind Lex, just standing there. <laughs> and now he's back in Summerhole, the lab with Dr. Garner. Pick and boom. he's just standing there, like, oh, what's up? Hey. <laughs> I'm here. What I love, though, is honestly Garner's reaction. Dude, how'd you get in here now? Like, I'm tired of How you. How did you get in here? I'm calling security. And he, hey. I just love it because he, everyone just knows Kent's bullshit. Quick question. All right, so we're inside this lab, right? Right. How far away would you say that Clark is from the kryptonite tank right now? Dude, he <laughs> is at... Like minimum, I feel like two feet. Is it? I, I was gonna give five. I was gonna five? give five feet away. Five feet. I'll give that. I'll give that. Because as Gardner, he takes did, like yeah, yeah, he takes like six steps. <laughs> and now he's at the tank. And I'm okay. sorry. It, it well, okay. does it glow when it's only around him? Have we established? No, that? no, it was glowing whenever Lex was inside of it. Okay, that's right. You're right. You're right. But it also could be because of lights. There are oh, that's lights true. On Reflective the side lights of it. Yeah. and whatnot. Okay, so yeah. He didn't notice the giant vat of green liquid. Um and that should have definitely triggered when he was standing there. It, yeah, because like what you even just said, they make it about midway into the area of the tank where it still has an effect of Clark. It's and- right and not until he's right next to it. 
And that's when Clark starts. Go, oh, you can't have Lex institutionalized. Oh, oh well, it's what? up to Lex, Kent. Like What's he wants to on? do what he wants to do. Yeah, He's like, Gardner's like, dude, what are you doing? Are you gonna puke, bro? What are you doing? He's like, you don't look so well. What's the matter, Mister Kent? Uh, uh, you have to stop what you're doing. Uh, uh. What is this? And then uh, Doctor Gardner just looks to the back, just like gives a nod, and boom. Got some guy to just knock him out with that lead pipe. And Clark is now just completely stunned, still awake. Gardner then says, you know, you've always been intrigued by my research, and now you're going to have the opportunity to take part of it, Clark. I'm excited for this. Now, let's say here, Joseph, Look I at have this a- amount of illegal activity going on. First off, assault of a child, minor. Second, we're about to strip the minor. Quick question. And change him without his consent. When they drag his body, the other doctors here now to the table, how far away would you say the tank is from him? (laughs) I don't know, dude. It looks like it's a little ways. Would you say it's about five feet, maybe? Maybe. So, in one side of the lab, five feet away, does not affect Clark. Maybe there's more lead over there. Five feet away on the other end, though, completely affects Clark. Right. Completely passed out. Um, there's a lot of inconsistencies in this But we scene. know this, dude. Hold on, but this is my problem with this <laughs> part. And again, overall episode is absolutely fantastic. I have such an issue with this scene because it's forced in what we get. Right. It's only made this, and we'll get into it. I'm sorry to have to pause it a bitch. But still, <laughs> it's forced to get us to that. And I just think it's so lame. Yeah. It's lazy. It's really bad. This is lazy as hell. And Clark's dumb as shit. Inconsistent like crazy. Yeah, yo, you should stop doing that <laughs> to Lex. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, uh. Look how far away he is from that tank. Remember the ooze tank? You brought up her name earlier in Emily's episode where he just spilt it. Lana, let's just get out of here. <laughs> yes. <Come on>. <laughs> <laughs> so... That was closer. I don't get it. It's very we know we already know it's it's inconsistent with the cryptid. Yeah, but I just hate what we just get out of this scene for it because what they are doing to what you said they are stripping the man. They are cutting. No, his they're shirt. stripping the child. He's a child. We haven't had a birthday episode yet. He's seventeen. The mouse took the bait. Doctor Connor's on the phone. All right, now I've delivered your end of the bargain. I expect you to live up to yours. Oh. It's Lionel. He made a deal with Dr. Gardner, and he's like, okay, we won't give any more treatments to Lex then. All right. I want all your research and funding to go straight into Clark Kent's. Immediately. And Gardner then smiles and hangs up his cell phone, and he's like, I can't wait to experiment on this child. But also, I have to bring up another point. They are at two separate offices right now, and they just made that phone call about him starting immediately on Clark Kent. Right. I don't know what he means, and we'll get to it as our commercial break, but I have to ask you, with Gardner, do you think he's truly like, you know what, I'm tired of hearing about Lex's childhood problems and trauma. I need something new. Why not get the guy that keeps stealing people from me at this point you stole molly but that's also my other thing does gardner think that it was clark's fault for molly or 
that was technically Lex's fault, no? Because Clark left Lex with Molly. And there was acknowledgement between Gardner and Lex that it was and like his fault. So that also brings me to this. Why would Gardner want Clark? Um, well, I think he's always wondered how the hell he does what he does and gets involved with. So, okay. It's- and also, he's probably more intrigued now because Lionel over here, big bad boy, big bad wolf, coming here and says, yeah, you're going to do all your research into that little fucker right there. And he's like, interesting. I know this kid. What's up with his past? I'll buy into that a little more. And the reason why I was just confused is because Gardner has never questioned it. He has never really gone into the Clark stuff. That's true. He really has not been like, I'm so infatuated with this kid. Instead, he's like, dude, stop screwing with my business. He's annoyed with him. Yes. So if anything, it's like a little bit of, it's probably a sprinkle of revenge in there. But then it's like overpowered by, oh, okay. So people find you interesting. Okay. I, I could buy into that. Let's get into the scene of torture. So, yeah, we get to Clark now being what Lex was going through. He's being going to be submerged in that green tank. And that's going to obviously have some crazy reaction probably because it's Clark and he's a Kryptonian. So they put these uh, red trousers on him like his, like obviously a nod to his red underwear and his uniform. Oh, but guess who's here now? Sorry to pause again. I know I'm going to keep doing this episode. so great to me. Would he die in this situation? I feel like he would. I did too. I was like, well, what? Is that not like, you're like practically being poisoned by kryptonite. Maybe I was confused. Maybe it's It's not enough. going in your mouth, maybe? In your eye sockets, in your ear canals. Yes. (laughs) But it's weird that, and that's why I thought, and even put in the notes, is it all kryptonite or is it like just some water and maybe a little kryptonite mixed it's like, together? It's like uh, like those Kool-Aid pouches. Yeah, just a little bit of powder. Just a, That's good. Two of them. Two of them for the tank. And then just do two scoops of sugar. Yeah, and now you get your big straw. And just stir it. But, okay, I was just confused. I thought this would honestly do some damage. I, I mean, it does have a crazy reaction, as we do see, but look who's here now. Lionel's here. Where did he come from? Are they just across the street from they each other? They have to be across the street, otherwise. <laughs> hey, hey, before you start immediately, even though I just said that, I have to come over real quick. I got to see him in the trousers. <laughs> what is the mystery that is Clark Kent, Dr. Gardner? And Dr. I need Gardner's to watch. Like, I don't know, man, but I guess we'll find out, huh? Just pay me, bro. But you know what? Someone's pissed about something. We have Lex now walking into Summerhold, going to the receptionist, saying, Hey, I'm here to see Dr. Gardner. Um, Mr. Luther, we left a message for your assistant saying that he had a... He had to cancel. He's off-site at a seminar. And yeah, I got the message. Um, He's a liar. Thanks. Said whatever. Thanks. And so now... He makes a phone call, just steps away from the desk. He's calling Daddy. He already knows. He's like, what are you doing, Dad? <laughs> what did you give Gardner in order for him to cancel my sessions? Right. Because he already knows, like, yeah, what are you doing? It's like, I'm in a meeting at Summerholt. He's like, <laughs> no. Uh, no. What? No. It's like, it's like, well, I just want you to know, okay, that I know you're here, and I don't know what you did, but uh, I remember everything. Uh- and now Lionel's like... Oh, and now Lex has a smug look on his face. Where are you, Lex? You know where I'm at, Dad. Look, and this is where I'm confused by Lionel. Lionel then says, okay, I'll meet you out front. You better not start without me, Gardner. What happened immediately? You know, he's just really excited. I think he's not thinking straight. He's like, like, oh, I finally got Clark. I finally got Clark. I'm getting everything that I want. 
Lex, what like, are God, you doing God, Lex here? is ruining everything. What is he doing? <laughs> what did you remember, Lex? <laughs> Don't say grandma, grandpa. Don't say grandma, grandpa. It's like crossing his fingers. By the way, at this point, I think he wouldn't even care if he says grandma, grandpa. He's like, yeah, that's probably true. He probably just doesn't want him to come in the back to see Clark Kent. <laughs> Don't see your best buddy in there. Yeah, I'm not doing anything. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Dr. Garner's like, yeah, um, yeah, fuck what he said. I was going to say, fuck that. Yeah, fuck what he said. I'm not waiting for anyone. Just start it. And I love that. I'm just like, this guy rocks. No, this guy rocks. It's like, yeah, anyways, go ahead and start. And we submerge Clark in immediate immediate convulsions seizures whatever you want to call it he is spazzing out in that um in that tank and dr garner's trying to talk to him like he did with lex (laughs) clark relax hey clark i need you to relax and he's like still going not like lex no that wasn't like lex at all yeah it was very calming for lex (laughs) he might, might as well have been in a sauna or something it's like take me back to your earliest memory clark also lex has cancer now like probably if, if he is submerged in that he has cancer i just have to put that poor guy <laughs> poor lex take me back to your earliest memory clark where did you come from and now we get a very cool reveal probably clark's best moment yeah sure best moment that's forced whatever so, so now we get in here oh put him aside laura our time has passed the hourglass is empty oh we're getting a flashback on krypton what if they don't love him we are seeing one key being inserted into the ship. This is the thin key that is looks like a paperweight in a way. It looks like a huge a floppy card. disk or something like a yeah. key card. The space, spa- the really big spaceship key that we all had at one point. Because there's two different ones, which is why we have to clarify. Yeah, this not one. the octagonal one. Exactly, not the not octagonal, the, octagonal, the no. other one. Yeah, the one that was inside the ship. And so yeah, it's, we see Jarrell and who is a, supposed to be Lara. Mom and dad. And, of course, Lars freaking okay, out, what okay. if they don't love him? What The if... ring. Exactly. It glimmered green. It sure did. Why? You brought that up earlier. I know. I, I, thought... I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask it again. So that's why I was like, what is... Because you saw how it's focused. Let's go back a second. Let's go back. I want to see that again. It's fine. <laughs> and, yeah, so we're in red and blue, but we have a gold ring, and it glimmers green right in the middle. It, and it's that's supposed to represent Jor-El because we hear Terrence Stamp again, his legendary voice as Jor-El in the show. And oh, fun fact about Laura is that the voice behind her is the one who played Grandma Kent in that flashback uh, episode, Ma- Re- Relic. Oh, really? Jessica Kent at the Grandma. The yes. Grandma. Oh, Hiram and Jessica. Yeah, whenever they were young and they were helping it's, out Jor-El. It's, it's that woman. Ooh. All right, but now what they are doing after the little hand touching from Lara and Jarrell. Oh, yeah, we know, no, we glimmer need to go, Yeah, we need to go back to the, the glimmer. Green. What it, so first, of course, anyone would think, you know, a ring and glowing green, Green Lantern. But no, this is not that. It looks like it's a gold ring with piece of a piece of kryptonite yes. in the middle. So, I mean, I know Jarrell was a scientist. That's usually what he's portrayed to be. Okay, so there could be a few things here. All right, let me let me kind of unpack this on what I believe. One, that truly kryptonite on the planet of Krypton does not affect them. Uh, it affects them in a different way whenever they're on Earth. Could be with the Earth-Sun 
could be just something that's different over here versus over there. Because isn't Krypton known to have the red sun because it's an older star? Mm -hmm. And that could be then affecting the kryptonite where maybe it does not affect them. There could be some type of situation like that. Or would they have suppressors? The other side of it is maybe he's training right now. Maybe he is. Yeah, going what if it's like a it suppressor? In, like a power suppressor. Well, I was just thinking that he's having to work out his hand muscles or something. <laughs> and so <laughs> Well, I would be like working out his abilities it's like, a weight. like to overpower the kryptonite. You know when Rock Lee and Naruto okay. had those weights around his shins <laughs> yes. and then he said, Can I take them off? Yeah. And, and then it became as like Barry Allen pretty much. Yeah, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen between the fight with him and Gata. 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 <laughs> But yes, so whenever you add that, that's when maybe the moment was with Jarrell having that ring. Once he takes off that ring, that fist, dude, it's it's gonna be hot, dude. Yeah, it's just weird that I just caught it. You know, I was like, why? I never caught that the first time why around. That's a good and point. It was out. a good focus on it too, and yes. we see all the lettering, which we know from Rosetta was translated from Virgil Swan, R.I.P. Christopher Reeves. And, um, yeah, we see that in the ship again. And now they put the octagonal key in, press it, it fuses with the ship. And this is like the first time we've seen the ship, too, in a while. Got destroyed. And X is, what was it, Exodus? And we're seeing even Callback, dude. The spinning of the messages that have been left for Clark. The ship now closing up. The baby is now inside. And what do we have? We're back to the present. Laura! Clark. Laura! Clark is just screaming Laura. He's just screaming Laura. And Dr. Garner's like, who's Laura, Clark? It's like, why isn't he responding? I'm not sure, but everything is going haywire right now. Seriously, shocks are happening. This does not look good. We should shut this off. No, let's keep this going. <laughs> Wait. Uh, I'm not stopping. <laughs> Wait. I love Gardner. <laughs> it's like, what do you mean? <laughs> to things. Way to go for it, dude. He's like, no, just keep it running, man. What, a little shake going to scare you? <laughs> okay, let's just hold on to that, though. Of that other doctor telling Gardner we should stop. Let's hold on to that. <laughs> let's go back to the front of Summer Holt where we have Lionel and Lex. Yes, we come, Lionel comes to the front desk and it's like, what's so urgent you had to pull me out of a meeting, Lex? And he, he, you see his weird touch? He like, touched his chest, like, like swiped him a little bit. It's like, yeah, what did you do to Dr. Garner so that you would not give he me any more tests? He rubs like, grease on Yeah, he's like, ugh. Maybe like a booger, from, a booger from earlier as he was walking up. And he's like, what did you do? And then, yeah, while they're having that conversation. We go back to now We're Gardner. going back and forth pretty much. And Clark is still having that crazy reaction, screaming Laura still. And now Dr. Gardner says, all right, shut it down. Let's go. Because <laughs> now everything is shaking. Sparks are flying. We're hearing the rumblings. Everything seems like it's about to explode. Electricity is crackling. We are now back to Clark's face. And he is just truly spazzing out like he's being electrocuted. Let's go back to the front of the office where Lionel and Bro. Lex are still talking. Now we have a gigantic explosion. It's insane. It shakes the whole entire building. Debris even falling from places. And... The alarm is in the memories, uh, the alarm and memories well triggered. Looks like I'm not the only one playing with fire, Dad. Lex! No, Lex, oh no. Wait, don't walk away. No, Why are you doing? too far. No. Oh, you can't hear me. <laughs> oh, he's, he's gone. <laughs> now Lex walks in, 
Everything looks crazy. He's in the lab. Gardner's got to be dead. He's got a huge now metal pole on top of him. I know. Lex just felt his pulse, didn't say anything, had no reaction. So, I I mean, technically, we wouldn't really even know if he's dead or not. He didn't care, though. Yeah, I don't don't think he's (laughs) like... He did not care. "Eh." And just kept walking. And then he looks into the tank, and he's like, holy shit. Clark. All right. Before we get into that, Clark in a kryptonite tank... It looks like he's drowning right now. Is completely submerged in his face right now, going into his nose, ears, mouth, eyes, everything. Kryptonite is going inside. Yeah. I. What's wrong, dude? I. Why isn't he spazzing out anymore? Where are the green veins? What is this truly inside of this tank? At this point, I put in the notes. Is this water with food coloring? It's not as potent. (laughs) What the fuck is this? Dude, it's not as potent, man. I am so confused. This, to me, would probably kill Superman. I'm sorry, but maybe somebody can prove me otherwise. I well, would we do see it. bubbles coming out, so maybe he's still alive. What do you mean he's still alive? <laughs> it's in his lungs, damn it. I don't know. There's oxygen coming out, dude. Come on. Come on. God damn it. Anyways, Lex freaking out. He gets a lead pie that's conveniently hanging there. Uh, the one probably knocked out Clark. And he hits the glass tank, and it breaks. <laughs> Pulls Clark out, or actually, he doesn't even pull him he out. He's a- still sitting there, just wanting to make sure the water came out so he wasn't like drowning. And of course, Clark is alive. Lex, help me. Lex, I'm cool. Don't worry. Just go get a towel. Help me, Lex. I'm going to get you out of here, buddy. And now we got the camera panning back where it's a whole bunch of the damage. You say hokum? The corn hokum. Corn fed hokum inside of that laboratory. Laboratory. And now it's just completely destroyed. Also, I want to go back to that's not kryptonite inside of that tank. It can't be. You don't know, dude. It can't be. What do you mean? You don't know. What do you mean? I don't know. How would he ever survive that? By breaking the glass. So is Dr. Garner dead? <laughs> he's actually in a coma. He's in a coma. Yeah, he's in. A, he's comatose. Ah, oh, yeah. That's a good way to go out around Clark. At least you're still alive. No matter what, they put you in a coma so that then they can say, "Oh, I don't remember." I wonder how Cyrus is doing. He's doing great. How do you think he's doing? Healing horses left and right. Damn. In his dreams. <laughs> we go to Clark. Oh, he looks so depressed now. It's depressed Clark. In heaven. Depressed. <laughs> Depressed Clark is now in the barn. Yeah, he's just sitting on the damn step. He's very blue. <laughs> he's very blue. Blue. <laughs> You're my boy, Blue. This reminds me of Greece. I was watching that the other night. Oh. You know, Sandy and Danny, they never die. Sure. <laughs> Sandy. <laughs> Stop. <can't> you- <laughs> nope. We're not doing Greece here. Maybe you could have done it in Relic, but not this one. But. Uh, Lex comes in to or comes up to the barn where Clark is sitting. He's like, "It's like, yeah, I wanted to, wanted to see how you're feeling. That's why I went over there, Lex. You look pretty messed up." Clark is completely healed. He is completely okay. There was nothing wrong with him. 
That was not kryptonite in the tank. Yeah, he's fine. Oh he's good. Lex is like, when I pulled you out and, you know, you were all in those towels, like, you were fine. What were you doing at Summerholt, though, Clark? I was trying to save my best friend from making a mistake. Well, that's your opinion. I told you to let it go. I was pursuing things. Even tattletale to my father. <laughs> Believe me, Lex, he's the last person I tattled to, but I didn't have any other options. He betrayed you, Clark, because he sucks. He betrayed you, idiot. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> you gave him this much, and he said, fuck you. Yeah, Clark, how many times do you have to do this? The only reason why he went to your house was to have sex with your mother. You think I'm crazy because I call my dad crazy? No, I think you need to understand now. He is actually crazy. I've tried to keep my father away from you, but he's obsessed if I had gotten that seven weeks back, I could have finally stopped him. Maybe, Lex. Or maybe you'd make it worse because you know my secret and you tell everyone. <laughs> that's all he cares about right now. And he does not care about Lex right now. He does not. I don't think I, he does. Hold on. But that's why it goes back to the overall point of this episode and what Clark's true motives were. And Lionel pointed them out. Remember, no faith in humanity, bro. Exactly. We are now connecting and going back to the Jarrell test. He doesn't care about people. And that's what even could explain about his reaction towards Lana, where you and I are making fun of him because he's not even listening. Yeah. It's like he doesn't even care what people are saying anymore to him. And he's truly becoming just the alien that doesn't give a shit. He he like no. It's like it's kind of. It's I would call it maybe a little bit of rebellion phase right now. It's, he's still stuck in it because you mean he's still stuck in. He's his now red he, he turned into like a, a rebellion brat, but then it became like a stuck up Kryptonian. He's cow. He's cow a little bit. Yeah. It's leaking through. I it's. I bet if he put the red ring on, he'd look normal. I, I was going to say, if he put the red ring, he'd be like... He'd probably flirt a little bit more, but that's it. Back to normal. I was, he'd become more of a pervert. Yeah, and that's like, all Cal is. We're the bitches. And obviously, he would steal money out of the ATM. But he already has that. He knows how to yeah, do this. Yeah. It's too easy at this point. Going back to the main thing of... Clark is evil. This season, I tried to call him villain last time. It you did, and I think you were just a season early. That's it. He, has, I was just seeing his potential. We've made fun of saying he's high, but I think he just doesn't give a damn anymore. Well, yeah. So you get high. <laughs> well, no, I think he <laughs> it doesn't. It just makes give, it worse. I think he doesn't give a damn either way if he's sober or high. You think I didn't give a shit before? Wait till I face this joint. <laughs> I do like, however, that Clark throws in his face, I'm just afraid because if you were to get those seven weeks back, that that would then turn you more into your father. Yeah, because it's pretty he much... He would be wrapped up with revenge, yeah, right? Is yeah, what he's getting at. yeah, I think he's saying that you're going to be wrapped up with revenge. Oh, this is what he wanted me to hide or, or want, yeah, want him to have hide. And even Clark mentions, like, look, dude, anytime you and him go at each other, that's like my main reason here. Is that every time you two go at each other, everyone gets hurt, like all around you. And it's just weird, sick games y'all play. And I'm just trying to make sure I truly believe you don't want to be your father. And I'm actually trying to help you with that. Well, and he does, and we've talked about it. And that felt genuine. Whenever they have their little chess game, everyone's a pawn. 
Yeah. And they just sacrifice pawns left and right. It doesn't matter. Lionel just throws so many, and Lex is like, oh, fuck, fuck. I'm trying to juggle them, dude. Okay, but here's my other pawn, though. Yeah. Take that. <laughs> I'm going to put him right here. But I didn't mean to kill that pawn. I didn't say checkmate. Me, <laughs> yes. Their games do truly end up damaging everybody. I like that Clark does throw that in his face because I've even mentioned, and it's bothered me, and I think the episodes do it on purpose. They made the racist comment, both to the same doctor, of saying that we're going to send you back to Korea and we're going to tell the government what you're doing here. The other thing of Langston touching the cheek of Molly was the same way that Lionel was touching the cheek of him. Mm-hmm. And even the other sense of Lex copying things that Lionel did to him and did to Clark. It's the saying somehow he heard it earlier in that day. So now I'm just going to repeat it because I sound cool because daddy said it. That's right. We're getting a lot of similarities between the two this season where they're trying to make it like it's a mirror image. They're evolving into one another. And Lex always saying, oh, I never want to be like my father. I'm never going to be like him. Yeah, It's kind of a lie. Oh, yeah. It's leaking through, bro. Exactly. It's leaking through already. I will never sacrifice you or anybody I cared about to bring him down. <sighs> Hold on. I, I just had a pause. Oh, wait, no. Has he done that yet? I feel like he kind of has. I was going to say, wait. Has he done that? Wait. I, yeah, I didn't know. The only thing I thought was maybe one of the wives. The only thing he's really like... Yeah. The, the wives sucked. They both sucked. Yeah, I know, but didn't Lex... I mean... Was there any type of sacrifice there? You know what, bro? I think he's been loyal. He's been a loyal guy. He actually has not actually purposely sacrificed someone. Like, he's never just said, like, thrown Clark under the bus, unless it was, like, Lana. Yeah, but that's different. That was just not being a good friend. That's just him just wanting to be part of high school drama. That was him wanting to be a part of it. Guess what my little brother said about you, Lana? (laughs) I heard you're a whore. It's not true, Lex. I'm a good partner. (laughs) Yeah. I hear he's got better women. (laughs) Alicia. Cal. Kaya. Hmm. They keep racking up, Lana. You know who I don't hear? Your name. That's right. (laughs) I even hear Laura. (laughs) What? What? (laughs) Long stare between Lex and Clark. Lex then walks away, and there's nothing else said. Lex is now walking down the stairs, and all of a sudden, Clark says, Hey, Lex, why does your dad fucking hate you, dude? (laughs) And Lex says, uh, take care of yourself, (laughs) though. Like, what? Was that a throwing a shot? I don't know. I think he was purely having like a little kid moment where it's just like, dude, I just don't get it. Why do you? Why does your dad actually hate you so much? I'm confused. I thought that was a dickhead comment from Clark. I was like, are you just throwing that in his face? Nah, I think he's genuinely curious because he just doesn't he's understand. He's genuinely curious. I think he's genuinely curious. Why does curious. your dad hate you so much? Like, he clearly hates you a lot. <laughs> but it's it's obviously a necessary line because it triggers Lex here. It triggers Lex like, wow, oh, why does he hate me so much? And as he's walking down the stairs, Clark just goes back up to the loft, but Lex is now having another episode, a flashback, and he is looking down the stairs and seeing his younger self coming up with a tray. And now we're back at the house. We're back in his house. Tea and crumpets? 
tea and crumpets and biscuits <laughs> mm, nice biscuits so he turns on the lights in the house looks like he's bringing a tray to someone most likely his mom i don't see this doing it for his dad here's baby crying all of a sudden cry stops yes the julian's cry stops so uh lex freaks out puts the tray down and is running to the room his running is so funny but <laughs> gotta go gotta he's go, like oh no 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 and so lex comes in and says mom and the mom is standing over the crib, dude. This is creepy and as this anything. Is bad. Yeah, this, this is, bad. is awful. We sh- we now fully get the entire origin of the trauma with Lex and his relationship with his dad. This might as well be the girl from the ring that's overlooking the crib right now. Yeah, because that came out wh- the well, looked at a baby crib, and that's what she looks like as Lex is facing as this woman is looking at the baby. Yeah. this is how bothering hair unbrushed. You know, it yeah. looks like fresh out of the bed or white something. gown, dude. This is honestly a creepy fucking scene, and it's completely blue in the room, just dark. And so she pulls up a Jesus pillow. Christ. She pulls up a pillow from out of the crib, and she just drops it. And obviously, we are insinuating. She she just killed the baby. She suffocated the baby. Jesus. She I put, suffocated her own child. I put in the notes, my God, what is we, going we on? We went, th- now you see, yo, Miles, uh, Miles, wait, Miles? What's that? It's Miles. Miles Miller? Yes. Unbelievable. That was extremely disturbing. Once again, if this is a Tuesday night with my family, I'm a little bothered, <laughs> Smallville. My night's not ending well. This is inappropriate, but also so amazing. This is an Academy Award winning <laughs> scene right now. This is a really good... like it's so heartbreaking it's, and crushing. I love it. And it just truly explains everything. As soon as you see that, like, holy shit, it was the mom. The mom. So Lex caught his mom what, after what she just did and witnessed it. And she, he's like, what did you just do? Oh. And now we have here, his mom is obviously going through a break here. Shh, don't wake the baby, he's sleeping. And that's where he gets it. That's where he gets it. Why he kept saying that to Julian, then he's overlooking Julian, and Julian has his blanket over him, I'm sure, so that's what's triggering that. And he's like, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. And he turns around and looks at his mother, and he says, what about dad? Oh, shh. There's nothing to worry about, sweetheart. And she is just stroking his head and kissing him. Julian's happy now. It's fine. She touches his face. She turns around once again, looking like the girl from the ring, walking out of the room. Lex is just left standing there at the crib, turns back, looks at Julian. Uh, this is, does not make me feel comfortable. This makes me feel uneasy. Because now Dude, we, we even get, get a, a shot of a baby completely purple. Blue, yeah. As if yeah. it was just suffocated. Mm-hmm. This, oh my lord. This is a Tuesday night with my family. <laughs> and I'm having to see, this is heartbreaking. This crushed me. Yeah, dude, and it's you just feel bad for Lex now. You just feel so terrible for everything. Like you just want to take back everything, you know? And it's like, holy shit, man. It wasn't even him, dude. And he's just standing there and he is he's purely shocked. He's stunned. He has he's speechless. He's still standing in the bar at the stairs. And what I do enjoy though in a way is the fact of Lex then finds out the reason why he was saying and doing the things he did with the blanket and having these psychotic breaks. It was all just to think like your mom's not a murderer. Yeah. Like it was to really just convince yourself your mother's not a killer. It's you. You would rather you be the psychopath than ever believe that your mother would be capable of Because he didn't want his mom to get hurt. 
and he also always wanted to remember her as his mom. Mm-hmm. That is the saddest thing on planet Earth. This is an amazing episode. They had to have submitted it for the Academy. <laughs> it had to have won. This is incredible. It's a, it's definitely probably their best episode this season, to be honest. Like it's a really good episode. It's insanely good. And and Clark even notices that Lex is still standing there. I want to know how long he was standing there. I wonder if like Clark maybe like after like a minute or two, just like what the hell? Lex he, he's like, Lex, are you all right? He's like, Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. And he just walks away. And he's like, okay. Clark's a little bit questioning it, but doesn't go too much into it. As we cut to the next scene, it is the next day. Lex is sitting in Lionel's office. Lionel then walks in. Lex then says, hey, look at this paper. Looks like you got away with something else. And that is where it does say Dr. Gardner is comatose. (laughs) I told you. And Clark's fault again. He submerged the wrong kid into the... Thank God, because you know why he was comatose? He found out about Laura. Laura! Honestly, yeah. That's why. You're not allowed to find something about Clark and have perfect brain function. That's right. You have to die or go coma. Or you forget. Or you leave. (laughs) It's got to be one of them. Mm -hmm. You leave and never talk about this. (laughs) And Lex... I mean, Lionel's like, look, Lex, I was concerned about you. Oh, and Clark, though. He's like... I mean, I was shocked as you were to find out that Dr. Garner was holding him there against his will. And Lex is like, okay. Like, why Why, why are we why doing this? this did I, why does he even try to lie? He came out from the back. <laughs> he met Lex at the front. It wasn't, we just showed up at the same time. You came from the back. <laughs> like, com- meeting. Meeting. <laughs> you. I saw you. And then I go in there and Clark's in there. You were obsessing about him last week, Dad. So it wasn't this meeting? You didn't have meet with them? What is this? this is, come on. People aren't this stupid. I don't see anyone else or anything else interesting in here. This is as bad as Clark lying to Lana about the tornado. <laughs> That's how bad this lie is from Lionel. You were asleep. You didn't know. It was 45 minutes up in the tornado. <laughs> you know. You weren't there. Dream, Lana. Dream. And Lex mentions here, you know, last night uh, came th- thought about something. I wanted to tell you about this repressed memory I got from last night. And, Le- and Lionel's just like, oh, I don't want to hear about this. It's like, no, 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 Dad. It's not about the seven weeks, actually, that I wanted to recover. Um, it was about Julian. And that triggers, triggers Lionel already a bit. Okay. Well, uh, we put that to rest behind us years ago, didn't we? And Lex just boldly says, I didn't kill him. Lionel once again turns around and gives him the exact same look that he gave him at the crib. When he found out, yeah. It's the exact same face that is just a disgust because Lionel does not want to talk about it once again. Lex, I understand that you need to uh, excuse your behavior, but... uh, Yo, uh, I saw you standing over his crib. Like, I, I saw you. You were standing over it. It was you. Oh, okay, but did you see him do it? Huh, Lionel? Did you see him do it? It's the past. It's the history. Like I said, we're just going to be focusing on the future right now. Lex then walks over to Lionel, gets about face-to-face with him. Mom did it. Uh, Lionel turns around and is completely disturbed by what he said. I walked in and I found her. And that's what I suppressed. Don't you even dare. I won't let you desecrate your mother's memory like that. 
he is completely bothered by everything Lex is saying. I don't blame her. I blame you. He's like, what? What are you talking about? Like, your mother loved Julian. She would never, never murder her own child. Loved she, him so much that she couldn't bear to have him around and subject to your kind of parenting. Lionel then walks away, not wanting to continue the conversation. Instead, he picks up his jacket. <gasps> All right, Lex. Yeah. I'll play. Yeah, he's like, okay, you got me. Yeah. You want to throw this in the ring? Why would you take the blame for your brother's death? He's like, because I was your sole remaining heir, Dad. Think about that. I knew you wouldn't let anything happen to me. Oh. But oh. mom, she would have been lamb to the slaughter. Dude. And he's not wrong. Dude. He's not wrong. The way that Lionel treated Lily in this episode, you have to truly believe that if Lionel found out that Lillian's postpartum caused the death of her suffocating her own child. Lionel's child. that He know. would have honestly fed her to the pigs like they do in Snatch. Do you know how long it takes a pig to eat through human bone? Like, it would have been something like that where it's, this is really fucked up. And it's also terrible as Lex, where he's 13, having to then say, I'm going to have to stick up for my mother and take the entire abuse that my father is about to lay out to me for my entire life. Yep. Jesus Christ. What a 12-year-old. Lot to handle there. He's a champion. Yeah. Um. Good for you, Lex. Good Lord. He loves his mommy. Uh, yeah. That's, that's a mama's boy. That's a mama's boy for life. Yeah. It also s explains so much. Oh, it does. Yeah. It explains so much about Lex. And that's what I did as messed up as this whole story was. I enjoyed it because it... It's not unbelievable now. Mm -hmm. Everything that Lex acts with his father, everything kind of makes sense. Also, the way Lionel treats Lex and what he believed happened makes sense. Yeah. The whole relationship is just defined now. We know yes. exactly what it is. And yeah, so Lionel's... Only took about six episodes in between right. episode Delete, yeah, delete now, to 19. Yeah, yeah, we're good though. My God. And so, yeah, Lionel, of course, he believe, he, he truly believes Lex at this point because, I mean... He knows what he... He would, knows the research is obviously working. And, he's, and what he would have done to her. And what he would have done. Yeah, yeah, he knows exactly what he And he agrees. He he's done. like, shit. Yeah. He's right. <laughs> I would have destroyed her. I would have destroyed her. He's like, if, I, if I'd known, son, if, I, if I'd seen, you know, sooner, I, maybe the things would have been different between you and I. And it's like what, Dad? Oh, maybe you would have you would have loved me. And now we have Lex, I believe, admitting to himself that his father he doesn't now want his love. Yeah. He wanted in it last episode in truth, saying, I just want my father to love me, but I don't think he accepts it now. So it's Yeah, and he tells him no. Like, because he can see Lionel, like... He Wanting wants to, to say it. Yeah. And he's like, no, you're not going to do it just because now you realize it and you feel bad. It's still not earned. Yeah. And it's a little disturbing. And that's why Lex wanted that in truth and now doesn't want it in the end. So he's, mm -hmm. he's in a way, Joseph, never going to get it. Never. 
He's never gonna, I don't know what would be able to ever convince Lex at this point, now that his dad knows the truth, that, oh, he's gonna love me. Never gonna get it, never, never gonna, gonna get, it. get it. Never gonna get it, never gonna get Yeah, man, it's, it's truly heartbreaking right there for Lex. Let's go to Clark Barn and have another heartbreaking moment. This We're is, not done yet here this, in this Academy but, Award winning episode. But this one is sweet. It's pretty sweet. Yeah. It's well, sweeter. Like I said, Academy Award-winning really episode. I, I do like this uh, moment. So we have Evanescence, my immortal, playing right <laughs> oh now. Oh, my God. I love that you just... That's what we need to focus on yeah, right now. I just want Evanescence. to know that Evanescence is playing right now. So we're at the barn. And you know Evanescence, dude. I mean, it's like it's you're setting the tone here. Miles Miller knew what he's doing. So Martha's coming up, just checking on Clark. And Clark's looking at his solar system display weird toy to have but it's actually kind of cool it's probably his science fair project he built it uh, that's cool you bet you barely said anything about summer Holt, clark and clark is just obviously still thinking about what he saw and got to see so don't worry mom my secret's still safe martha unlike jonathan who jonathan would have then just said thank god and walked away okay good i'll see you later <laughs> I need to go do some chores that I'm really not going to do and go have a beer. Yeah. Martha then decides to look at her son and say, well, I think there's something else that's going on here. I'll be in the house, though, if you want to be able to talk about this. I know you like to do your thing. She starts to walk away. Yes. And Clark is just thinking and just all of a sudden says, Laura. And Martha's like, what? Clark that was dead. my biological mom's name. Her real name. Uh, how did you know that, Clark? And that is where Clark then admits, when I was in the tank, I was able to see my earliest memory. She was one that was putting me inside of the ship. He is smiling about this. He says that her fear was that nobody would be able to love me. Martha is then looking at Clark saying, oh, I can't imagine the agony of being able to put your son in a lifeboat and sending him across the stars. I love that reference. Yeah. I love that it's not just across, like I put you ocean. in a lifeboat across the ocean. It was, I make the reference of a boat, but yet I still say across the stars. I, mean, I don't know what it I was. Mean, I mean, you say it. ship, right? You know, ship, yeah. boat. It's, it's kind of like the same thing. So it works. Martha knew what she was doing. Oh my God, what a play on words. <laughs> am I turned on? But yes, seriously, though, it truly is the tale yeah. of Clark, the lost son of the last son of Krypton being shot across the fucking stars in a boat, dude. And it's Clark also then realizing, oh, hey, both my parents weren't assholes. Yeah, I love that too. He's like, yes. I just assumed they were just like this, but no, they. They cared. He probably assumed that, and I think we even went back to it with that episode of Relic, and that there could be a organized wedding between the two groups, as if this is like families that are then marrying off their children, so their society is very structured, very serious, you could say, less love, less yeah. just focused on your duty as uh, scientist mm -hmm. as whatever engineer whatever your job would be that's not necessarily what clark then figures out he finally sees oh my dad is the only asshole my mother is actually a very loving person yeah because only concern was if she would love me and you know even a nod to man of steel bro she says the same thing in Zack snyder's film She's like, he's going to be a freak amongst them. What if they hate him? The problem is Zack Schneider just had so many good ideas, and yet he then screwed up so many things at the same time. He did. And I just wish 
him being a fan of Smallville, he should have realized there was fun in Smallville. <laughs> there were sweet moments in Smallville. Instead, he sees the Luther scenes and he goes, I can do that. I want Clark Luther. <laughs> no, instead, I want Batman and Superman to be related by their mother. Yeah. And I want Martha, which would be Batman's mom, to truly be Martha Kent in the end, and her hiding out with the farmer named John. This is what his ideas were. Yep. That's not a good idea. It's so cool. That's an awful idea. Wait, they had the same name? Just make them the same person. <laughs> Did you guys know this? <laughs> so now, sorry, we ruined kind of the sweet moment here, but... Yes, yeah, so maybe a little bit. Maybe but it's still adorable. It's still adorable. Yes, Clark and Martha. Um, you know, I, just, I can't believe I didn't know her name until now. I was like, no, you actually did, Clark. Um, your first word was Laura. Yeah, me and your dad always wondered why you would always you would say that, but it makes sense now. It's your mom, and Clark even even says, you know, I wish she could have met you to see what a great mom you uh, I have. And she goes, well, she knows Clark. She's watching. A mother's love never dies. It's true. Harry Potter taught us that. That's true. They have a nice uh, mother-son moment. And any mama's boy out there probably just cherishes that. You know, I'm a mama's boy. Oh, dude. I know I, you're a mama's boy. For some reason, that scene like hit me hard. It's your mama's boy. I, I was really like, okay, <laughs> now we're talking. Who needs Jonathan? We just Who needs need... a dad? Yeah. Lionel, <laughs> Lionel's going to be stepdad here pretty soon. Woo, he's the, nah, he ain't the stepdad. He's the dad that stepped up. And Martha. <laughs> it's true. Because, you know, he's healthy with that liver disease, right? That's right. He has no issues, even though it was terminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're not going to focus on that anymore. Who needs a gun in your mouth? Because you're not going to die for another hundred years. It's like your terminal. You're gonna live a normal life, Mister Lou. <laughs> oh no, dude! What an episode, man! That what was so great. Episode. So great. And then, like I mentioned earlier, next episode is Talisman, episode twenty, and that'll be John Schneider's director debut. Can't wait. But no, I can wait. We got the Kawachi Caves coming back. But yeah, this episode just again phenomenal. Kylo's coming back. I would say definitely higher than 8.9. Yeah, dude. This is 9.5. This is what I want out of a Smallville episode where I feel like I'm crushed at the end. There may be a little bit of an uplifting moment, but in the end, I'm not feeling good. Yeah. Whenever I walk away, I'm going to bed at night going, do my parents love me? No, they hate you. This is a Tuesday night with my family. Maybe. This is the episode you're giving me, WB? Wow. What if they don't have a family? Who needs Seventh Heaven? Who needs Dawson's Creek? One Tree Hill. Who Super, needs Supernatural. Those? I only need Smallville. Yep. So that's a wrap for this week on Memoria. Thanks for powering through that. We're going to make this a long one. This is going to be a long one. Mm-hmm. There's so much depth to everything. That's true. But yeah, catch us next week. We are out of here. Again, Somebody Save Me Podcast. Follow us on everything. YouTube. Twitter, five stars, five star everything, but always insult me. Make me bad. Yeah. Get that red kryptonite out of him.